0: RPG for You and Me presents Neon Heat, a duet actual play podcast using the Savage Worlds ruleset in our custom cyber fantasy setting. Thank you for joining us, and welcome back to Kaldonix.
1: Previously on Neon Heat, Athena wakes up in the safety of Club Pivo with an irate Roja, a flippin' Anji, and only one arm. Roja leaves after a tense conversation, and Anji spills a few of the cards from her hand. Upon arrival at the Spire, Roth suspends Athena from active duty at Roja's recommendation. Pavi is none too pleased with Athena's solo antics, and Athena is none too pleased with Lapaco being assigned as her protective detail. Zidal shows up at the apartment to see how Athena's doing, and the two of them head out with Lapaco in tow.
0: We open on Athena and Zadal wandering the halls of what appears to be a large museum or gallery. The gallery, titled Metallique, is nestled against the southern wall of East City. It only has three floors, but appears much taller from the outside due to the ceiling height inside. The entryway is stark and white, with curving edges to the walls, which are shaped into flowing curves to guide the eye to focal points in the architecture. The back wall of the gallery is the rock of the cavern wall, with small veins of quarry crystals running through it, spiraling upward. Each of the four floors has a different floor plan, but with oblong-shaped holes in the middle, which overlap with one another to let light from the quarry crystals in the ceiling project downwards, making a perfectly circular spotlight to feature a sculpture in the lobby. It's an intricate Siku moth design made of only one wire, but deftly bent and elongated. Zidal places a hand on his chin, soft rasp of metal on metal, as he scratches at it ponderously. I can really see how the artist for this one had a thing for moths, because there's a lot of moths, and it's, uh, it looks fancy.
1: Does look fancy.
0: A lot of uh, expressionism, and I—I uh, I really don't know what I'm, I'm not good at this sort of thing. It's pretty. I like it. I looks think nice. That,
1: I think this artist in particular had a an enjoyment of cheap materials, and that's why it's so thin and long, <laughs> and probably not made of much.
0: I, you know, I, as someone who's definitely not not snob, because I don't do anything with that. I gotta admire someone who's thrifty on a budget who can make something that appears in a museum with a single strand of wire. Yeah, that's pretty good. To fool all these yahoos into thinking it's something fancy.
1: I mean, that, that's art, right?
0: I, I think it is. You know, it's a, it takes a special something.
1: She nods knowingly.
0: <laughs> There's a very soft clack, clack, clack on the smooth stone floor.
1: There's a very soft...
0: <sighs> a voice drifts behind you. Almost like moving from the right side of your stereo surround sound to the left, <laughs> never passing in front of you. Art is subjective before disappearing again.
1: God damn it, he's so sneaky. I think Athena does turn around and look for him.
0: If you turn to the right, he's not there. But if you then turn to the left, he's disappearing off in a different direction, looking at another sculpture.
1: I think she would have turned to the ear. She heard him in first, so he's probably not there. And then she turns around and he's still gone. She's like... Oh. Oh, my nerves.
0: Uh, I mean, I I ain't gonna say it's not a little weird, but, you know, it's good that you got people looking out for you.
1: Oh, is it?
0: Listen, it's... I get why Roth did it, you know? Somebody did try to assassinate you, so standard protocol is protective detail, even if you're a regulator and you're sorta kinda out of the action right (sighs) now, you know?
1: Yeah, I am.
0: But at the same time, it's Almost definitely another way for him to try to keep an eye on you.
1: Oh no, for sure. But for sure.
0: And he looks around, probably trying to find Lapaco. So and does Fale. she.
1: Is Lapaco in going out on the town clothes, or is he still like in armor?
0: No, he's he's in casual wear. Okay. Like what, what is his he's casual incognear. wear?
1: Because I have only ever imagined
0: him. Hawaiian shirt. Maybe. Oh
1: yes, that's it. It's
0: a nice soft floral pattern. Some
1: hibiscus print
0: these khaki shorts on, his stubby little legs. Athena's Um,
1: dressed real nice today. I forgot to say. Yeah. Because she doesn't have her regular jacket anymore and she doesn't want to just like walk around with her bandages out because that makes her feel real weird. Her grandparents got her a fashionable little cloak before she, you know, disappeared and she hasn't had much use or care to use it, but it drapes over the shoulders. Nice. So maybe if someone's not looking too hard, they might just think she has two arms. That's a good idea.
0: I like that. You can have a bonus to conceal that part of your appearance while you have this going on.
1: Thank you. Her hair is still short because she can't ponytail herself. And she is not fucking letting Lapaco give her a ponytail.
0: Nope. You said he's any good with hair. He
1: seems to be really good with weird things, so she doesn't know. She whispers down at him while keeping a a wary eye out. I think Lapaco and I have a, a mutual friend. You know, a blue spooky one who... Just shows up sometimes in my microwaves.
0: He scratches his head for a minute. Uh. Oh. Ah. Uh, yeah. You're not talking about me. Okay.
1: <laughs> no, I don't think I've ever seen you in my microwave.
0: That's what I was trying to put together. Yeah. God. Really. Yeah. How do you How do you, how do you figure?
1: Because uh, I asked her and she told me. Oh. But you know, everything he's done has like inadvertently benefited me quite a bit. So I really should have put those the two and two together. But you know me in math.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, like, what? So as you and Zidal continue talking, you're making your way through this gallery, which is predominantly metal sculptures. The air is cool inside, climate-controlled to avoid rust on the art. It has a distinctly metallic tinge when you breathe deep.
1: She appreciates that smell, because she did- I mean, there was, like, gross, rusty metallic tinge- up top, that she smelled a lot, especially mm-hmm. in Olero, just because of how they constructed everything. But this is the this is the good shit.
0: The floors shine and clack underfoot, but sound doesn't carry as well as it should due to the porous nature of the walls. A soft acoustic strumming plays over unseen speakers. As it all leads you up to a new structure, very amorphous and twisting, and it takes you a moment, but then you realize it kind of looks like an octopus. It's made out of metal and metal rings.
1: She points. A little finger gun wagging at, it, and she's like, "Oh, I like this one."
0: It's uh really, gr- it's really grasping my attention. <laughs> so, Lepaco how? What do you mean he been doing stuff? Like he put you on the thing with Bolt? That does not really seem like it did you any favors.
1: No, but he did put me. In charge of a task force that he had to know for sure Bolt was not going to actually lead. He purposely failed my exam, so I'd get flamed by Reitz and have her think it was a punishment.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true.
1: I mean, he helped me at the fans. He deployed with me.
0: I guess I just don't see all the pieces yet, but when he put it that way, he hadn't put you in harm's way or anything. Kind of fast-tracked you into being in the spotlight once you got back to the city under the guise of bad stuff uh, a raw deal for you which don't get me wrong I, I still am behind that I still believe that it's a raw deal <laughs> I would much rather not be a Wonderbolt if I had the choice but no, you know it's glances over to you and he says it ain't so bad
1: you really warm up to Bolt after a while
0: <laughs> rolls his eyes the the blue smoke within them spiraling slowly <laughs> yeah maybe
1: how has stuff been? Any news? She's been jittery because she wants to ask about work so bad because she's never not at work. Sure. She's just got to know.
0: No major developments, if there were. I'd tell you right away. You believe I figured, me? but... No, I mean, Bolt isn't really doing much right now because...
1: Surprise, surprise. <laughs> I mean,
0: he got shot. I mean, oh, like, he's fully healed by now, but it's still one of those things where he's... Milking it and... Shakes her head. He's the thing. I don't... He don't really do it on purpose. It's just who Bowl is, you know? Yeah. Whatever. So, he ain't good for much. Uh, <laughs> the rest of us are just out there looking around. I've been on and off. He motions to his arm, which is now, you know, fully back to normal. I was out for a day, had to get this looked at, and we're doing our best. Glances around again and then speaks at a lower volume. He puts a finger out. Tracing along the octopus sculpture, one of its tentacles. Oh, they don't like it when you touch them. Oh, oh. he pulls his hand back. Look, don't worry, I'm not going to rat you out. <laughs> looks around furtively. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, Roth is still, you know, trying to find Silas. Sort of priority number one, but it's one of those things that you can't, really come out and just announce like if we did a citywide manhunt we might turn something up but if people know the oculus ain't around then especially with these wardens and the the parasite yes, yeah, no telling or if anybody else is still on the inside of regulation we, we just don't want that getting now. so it's gonna happen it's definitely gonna happen sooner rather than later but the longer we can hold out the better
1: well the wardens know definitely so what do they- you mean I mean, first at the press conference, Krell was being like, where's your Oculus?
0: Yeah, I mean.
1: I was a little stressed. I don't remember what his voice sounds like.
0: Close enough. Doesn't matter. I guess that's true. I I just sort of assumed they didn't know for sure and they was just posturing, but maybe they do know that's the case. That's you know not good, but we're just looking. We're looking into those divers. Oh, well, I guess that's something I can tell you. Oh. He shifts a little bit, hands going into his pockets, which is just his resting position as you begin walking to another sculpture. Uh, every one of these divers we've been trying to find, we're coming up with nothing.
1: Are they missing? Yeah. Mm. It's like uh, no.
0: nobody really ever put it together. You know, they're hobbyists. It's not really something they they do for a living. It's something they do on the side for extra. So sort of like a social club. There have been reports of the occasional person going missing in the waterfront district for a while now, but now it turns out they all got something in common, or at least a bunch of them do.
1: Oh, boy.
0: If they're underwater somewhere, my guess would be this conic's going around, picking off everybody who knows about it, but, I mean... Might be
1: recruiting them.
0: Could be. But that at least tells us we're on the right track, so... Less chance they in the city, more chance they're in the water somewhere. It's just we ain't really equipped to look down there.
1: I'm not a very strong swimmer. I mean, I, I, obviously I can swim, but it's not my preferred method of transportation.
0: Yeah, no kidding either.
1: Well, that seems like a problem for another day.
0: I don't think like I can do anything about it here.
1: This might be a little off topic, um, but a while back, you said you are trying to bring someone on to like help out with stuff was that just silas and i couldn't know about it because my i didn't remember a lot of stuff
0: uh no that was someone else uh it's i probably shouldn't have said anything at that time but i just sort of depends how things is gonna go okay Uh, i'm not gonna
1: press you on it if you can't talk about stuff uh, i get it
0: i shouldn't talk about stuff it's uh it's Is somebody I know, if the opportunity comes up and uh, I can, I'll look into it, but ain't something you should count on.
1: I count on very little these days anyway, so...
0: I probably shouldn't have said anything, but I'll let you know.
1: She just nods and moves to look at another sculpture.
0: The first floor of the gallery has large cement dividers hanging from the ceiling by rebar to create tinier viewing rooms, but it's still like an open concept. The larger statues seem to be here on the ground floor, maybe just due to the nature of how hard they are to move. They're so heavy. Very heavy.
1: (laughs) I mean, there are always people like Athena that could just levitate them up through holes in the floor, but...
0: You guys browse your way through the, the bottom floor of the gallery, occasionally stopping at these sculptures, most of which are just weird geometric patterns. The wires wound in up and around. Most of them are abstract. Zadal does his best to stay engaged and positive about these, but his feedback seems largely the same for most of them. But he seems to be having a good time with you.
1: Athena would pick up on the fact that most of the feedback is similar for these. She's like, the good stuff's upstairs. This oh. is just, they just have to put these down here.
0: Oh, well then what the hell are we doing down here?
1: Came all this way.
0: Let's see, the same thing ten different times?
1: Well.
0: It's still, I'm having a good time. <laughs> I'm not complaining.
1: I was gonna look for something while we were here. My grandma did a little sculpture of a Barisk, and I was wondering if it'd be in one of the cubby holes upstairs still. But well, I don't let's
0: know. let's make our way up. We'll find it.
1: If it's here to be found, yes.
0: I don't have anywhere else to be. Me either. He smiles and holds a hand out like after you, because he doesn't know where he's going.
1: She navigates the stairs pretty easy. The past couple days, if she does have to go out, she's taken to wearing a little messenger bag on her one hip because it kind of balances her out a little. Oh, that's smart. It's not perfect. It's not a solution, but it helps a little bit.
0: That's what matters.
1: I think she still teeters a little bit going up the stairs.
0: Zidal does his best to stand on the side you're lilting towards, just in case you need a brace or something like that. He tries not to make a, a point of it, but it's pretty clear that's what he's doing.
1: She probably does bump into him a couple times with just... Oh, I'm sorry.
0: If you ever do, he either mutters something in passing or doesn't even address it. You guys make your way up the stairs. The second floor is almost entirely an odd sort of library with tiny cubbies in the walls that feature many small-scale works of art with an artist and title placard for each. Some of the cubbies are decorated as well, almost diorama-like around the sculptures. One of the small cubbies has a piece that looks like an incredibly intricate regulator badge. But with additional sweeps and flourishes that you would not find on an actual badge.
1: I think we should update them to look like this. This is better. Probably harder to make.
0: Probably harder to make, and maybe harder to make out for people. You, mm. you need something that looks very straightforward, so people don't get confused. You can just hold it up; they see it. It's a color. It's got a shape. Good to go. Good to go. Yeah. You uh, you know where you're looking. Uh,
1: no, everything kind of moves around up here. Mm.
0: As you guys have made your way up here, there's just the faintest, like little click, 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 and the so stairs behind you. Be so fast.
1: Just hisses as she walks forward, trying to immerse herself in a different diorama. See, at first when he starts walking, I think it's the music because it's the little the little twangs, but then it's just click, 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 click. She makes a little motion like a pincer with her thumb and her forefinger.
0: <laughs> he laughs.
1: Is he wearing his
0: coat? He's not wearing his heavy overcoat. He's wearing slacks and a nice dress shirt. Hmm. What color? The same blue as his eyes. Almost too blue.
1: Hmm. You don't know a tailor, do you?
0: Uh, guy or a girl? Does it matter? I don't know too many tailors, so I just figured <laughs> I'd ask.
1: Oh, like the name?
0: What did you mean?
1: Like clothes?
0: Oh, I see where the... <laughs> okay. I'm, I might know somebody. Why?
1: I just, um, I got my jacket ripped up pretty bad, and I wanted to know if it could be fixed.
0: I can definitely pass along a recommendation. I don't know how bad it got ripped up, but there's some stuff that just really ain't salvageable. So I'd say keep your expectations middling.
1: That's fair. I'm sorry, your, your nice coat got a little goof the other day.
0: Eh, yeah, it's a coat. I got a couple very similar ones. I don't know if you noticed yet. It's sort of my style.
1: I just thought it was one coat.
0: Well, you know, backups in case one gets burnt. In case one gets burnt, yeah. yeah. Uh, so listen, I don't, I don't want to be weird about this. Uh, but you know, if you need to talk about anything, you can, and I'm mean, here. Yeah, I, I just don't want to be weird, like not talking about it, because you know, the you only have one arm now, and it's. Uh, that's fine, that's totally I mean it's not fine, but you know and he he's clearly getting very flustered as he <laughs> speaks about this.
1: She wipes at her forehead a little bit nervously, yeah, i've only only got one now um yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. It' kind of I kind of ruined my life in the short term. <sighs> she goes to look at a different box. <laughs> It's not far away. It's like maybe a step
0: away. Yeah, he deflates a little bit and says, "I'm I'm sorry. I I can't even imagine how hard this must be for you. I I ain't gonna bring anything up. I just wanted to say that if you need to talk, you can. But you don't. You don't gotta.
1: No, it's okay. Um, I just I didn't. Uh, I didn't bring it up because I was embarrassed. As silly as that sounds." I mean, it's a pretty goofy thing to be embarrassed
0: about. Y- you got a lot going on right now. I don't think you need to be, but I think I understand where you're coming from. That's all.
1: It was a sword. Uh, hurt, and then I passed out. And then, uh, and then Anji took me back to Pivo. And she walks a little further.
0: Zadal had his hand in the air, tracing above one of these tiny sculptures again, like he had been with the octopus. Mm -hmm. And when you drop that last line, he jerks in surprise looking over to you, and his hand pushes the sculpture. Uh, And It it begins to fall off the little cubby that it was in.
1: She tries to catch it with not her hand, but her, you know.
0: Make me an agility roll. Yeah,
1: that's... Oh, no, I have minus two to those now, don't I? Or is that athletics?
0: You actually have a minus four penalty to athletics rolls Oof. for things that require two hands. Right. So it's not all the time. It's just things that require two hands. Well,
1: that's a five. I've rolled a five. She whips her hand in a little arc and gently cushions it back in, back into place.
0: He looks from the sculpture back to you in shock, and then as he realizes what he's done, back in shock, and then you have stopped it from falling, and he just goes, "Ugh," and takes a deliberate step away from the sculpture with his hands down at his side. Oh, you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm. I am fine broadly speaking, I'm good. Just, that, uh, surprised, you know.
1: That's why I was embarrassed. Uh... Well, one of the reasons.
0: His eyes narrow. He's not looking at, he's looking at the ground is his eyes narrow and he's flicking back and forth, just putting some pieces together.
1: I just figured Pavi was real angry and, you know, Roja is always angry, but not undeservedly, and I just... Uh, uh, I was worried you'd be angry at me, too.
0: I ain't here to regulate who you uh, spend your time with. That you are a a free lady agent with agency. Uh, Yep. Power to you. uh,
1: I was just trying to secure her time, you know, for the group. For our extracurricular project we're working on she just tanks her circlet
0: ah uh, oh okay oh uh, gotcha D- so you guys are are you like was this uh never mind no, this what? one's real nice over here what were you i like this one he's walking away <laughs> <laughs> hurriedly
1: she follows him quicker than she means to yeah this one this one is nice i i, I, I yeah fish um what what were we going to say?
0: Nothing. Just, it's a real nice blob.
1: Oh, I thought it was a fish, I guess.
0: I can definitely see the, the fishiness. Yep.
1: I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I'm no, sorry. No, it's, it's,
0: it's, uh, it's okay. It's fine. She
1: scratches her neck.
0: What did you think of her?
1: Um... I think she cares a lot about what other people think about her. But she doesn't think a lot about other people, maybe. It's kind of the vibe I got. I think she might try to kill me sometime.
0: Blinks in surprise and turns back to- you. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Rubs his forehead with that same metal rasp again. I'm sorry. I'm good at this cloak and dagger stuff for work, but not not in real life. Not that working in real life. So, is something going on with you guys? Uh, cause you made it sound like you went to, I don't know, and then you said she wants to kill you. So I'm sort of lost. Um, cause she's a bombshell in a couple of ways.
1: Oh, uh, it's not like that that way. It's more like she told me about her her job, her special, her special alloy job. I don't know if you know about that one.
0: He blinks passively and says, uh, she's like, Coria.
1: Yeah, she also goes around and kills people with more than one set of eyes. Apparently that's a mandate.
0: He blinks at you in silence and then... She gulps. This is the second time you've caught him (laughs) unprepared and (laughs) flat-footed. As he's standing there, not saying anything, you hear that same scuttling noise drift a little bit closer.
1: She turns to meet it immediately this time.
0: Sure. You turn as he's approaching, and he does not look at you and keeps scuttling on by, and then mutters out of the corner of his mouth as he's passing, Harder to be protective detail if you keep out me by looking at me.
1: I'm just looking, I'm just, just looking around. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. He's, already, he's gone. Damn it. She stomps her foot a little bit <laughs> <laughs> as she looks where he came from, not where he's going.
0: And you hear from behind you again, not helping.
1: Didn't you want this fucking detail? She knows he's gone, yeah. but...
0: Zadal is still standing and collecting his thoughts.
1: She's standing there, not looming over him, but she's got her... Between her teeth, looking a little chagrined yeah. at this fun time outing he invited her on. That she's goobered with <laughs> <laughs> everything she said.
0: Uh, you? I didn't even know you knew about the alloy. I uh, just
1: found out about him.
0: From Anji. Gotcha. Right. Uh, I didn't know. What does that mean?
1: It means they know something's going on. She said it's been a mandate for as long as she can remember. Now I don't know how long that is.
0: Turns around towards the display. There's a, like a metal bar right in front of it for people to lean against. Mm. Puts his hands on that and he's just clenching very tightly. She says, what the hell is going on?
1: They're just a lot of moving pieces.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Runs a hand through his wiry hair.
1: I think I just gotta be... Real careful, real, real careful, and keep my stuff, you know, where it needs to be, and not flash that at anybody by accident, because I don't know how it works, and it's been real quiet.
0: Hmm. Well, I hope that's a good thing. Oh, boy. All that just raises further questions.
1: Which part...
0: For me, all of it. Mm -hmm. I guess I shouldn't be surprised that she got a mandate from the Alloy, but I don't know what it means. Especially if she's... If that's what she's doing, then he drops his voice again, realizing that he was probably Mm -hmm. talking louder than he should have. It means that the Alloy, the Arrow Council, to you guys at least, knows about this as a problem. And it's been going on for a while. And... Everything that could stem from that.
1: Have you talked to the ally personally? Do you know what their deal is?
0: His blue circuitry, with Arrow in general and Zidal, and the time that you've spent getting to know him better, their circuitry is in some ways like human skin tone, right? In terms of you can sometimes discern emotion or thought pattern based on the color of the circuitry, Mm -hmm. or rather the intensity of it. So like if a person might blush their lights might get a little bit brighter. It can also be linked to thought patterns, you know, if they're surprised, if they're drowsy, you know, things like this. And I think that his brighten for a moment as he's thinking before they dim again. I really ain't supposed to talk about this sort of stuff. I mean, if Anji told you outright that that's a job from the alloy...
1: I think she was trying to recruit me to be a hitman buddy...
0: If you got a job from the council, it's secret. You know, if if they tell you it's secret, and you know it's secret, then it stays secret. To have it not be secret is huge. Then why'd you tell me? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It it must be big or important or...
1: Is it a trap?
0: It could be a trap, but for what? Why, if she needed to do something to you, there's plenty of easy ways to do that. If she told you about it outright, then... Maybe she's telling the truth. Maybe she got a different job. It's slightly different. I I don't know. Anji is cagey, and you you had a pretty good description of her earlier. So I don't know. If she told you, it's because she thinks it'll help her somehow in some way. But...
1: I've never helped anyone in my life. (laughs) I don't know why she thought I'd start with her.
0: That ain't true. Point being, the fact that she even name-dropped the alloy says that there's got to be some truth in what she's doing, because otherwise she could have made up anything and told you. It wouldn't matter. Why would she out such, I don't know, but I don't know. And he's leaning heavily on this bar, looking forward at the same piece, but not really looking at it.
1: That one's nice. You don't see a lot of copper down here. It just gets green so fast.
0: Yeah, um...
1: We don't have to talk about this anymore. If you don't want, we could talk about something else, like these copper fish.
0: Yeah, these copper fish. the uh, truly exquisite. And, uh, I... I can't really just turn my brain off that way. Let's... maybe we look at a different one. Alright. He turns to start walking away with you.
1: Speaking of secrets... Was the Thalassica hassling you about something the other night? Was she giving you trouble? Huh? Oh, do you not. You guys had a chat.
0: Uh, when was this?
1: When you were in my room the other night.
0: Oh, uh, ho. Oh. <sighs> Squints, his eyes narrowing, and the smoke curling a bit faster in those spirals within his eyes. I'm going to have him make a smarts roll to see if he can remember. It all has a D10 smarts. But I'm going to penalize this. I'm gonna we'll give him a minus four to this because of his state at the time. Right. Uh, you blow up a ten to a seventeen.
1: <laughs> Goddamn.
0: After a brief pause, his eyes open a lot wider, and the smoke curls a bit faster. His circuitry lighting up. Oh yeah, Uh yeah. I remember. It's it's fine. It's nothing. Don't worry about it. Takes a couple of quick steps faster towards the next statue. This this is a uh, beautiful. Very uh handsome art.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty good donut. I, I think it's just a ring, probably, but that's what she interprets it as.
0: That's yeah, see that's art right there is it makes you think about what it is and then you get to decide. That's a that's the thing with art. Of course. What's on the third floor?
1: It changes rotating exhibitions usually.
0: Oh good. I can't wait. Let's let's go see that now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is this Athena laughing or yes. Alice? Okay. he's ahead of you and has not turned back around and he's just making haste towards the next set of stairs leading to the third floor
1: she bumps into him but on purpose this time
0: <clears throat> leads you up the stairs with the soft metal clinks of his feet and the third floor is currently a special gallery event for the human figure quotations on the human because huh. of the setting uh, maybe the anthropomorphic figure.
1: The organic figure. <laughs> the organic
0: figure. It's got different representations of form from hyper-realistic with wrinkles and pores to far more abstract sculpture. One almost looking like cloth draped over a stretching woman. Ooh, Geometric. Athena likes that one. Geometric and blocky bodies in what look like heroic poses.
1: Athena goes over to the cloth one, vaguely points at it. This is good. That's real hard.
0: Yeah, did they just put, like, a... And he leans in, squinting at it. Is that, is that metal? Did they put a cloth under it and then just put metal over it? Is that how they do it?
1: I think it's all one piece. That's nuts, though. This is a good one.
0: Fascinating, yeah.
1: Better than this fish.
0: <laughs> yeah, fish are dumb. <laughs> fish are dumb. On this floor, there's a sweeping staircase on either side, circling around the cluster of bright cord crystals on the ceiling... The ceiling is rock, presumably carefully coaxed out of the wall of the caverns itself. And as you look on, there's a person in what looks like a uniform, maybe a utility jumpsuit, standing near the crystals, pulling energy directly out of them. And this is. It's rare to see a siphon at work. It depends on the crystal and how often it needs to be drained or siphoned away. Interesting that you see one in the wild.
1: You know, I used to train to do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's originally that's what I was supposed to do. Family business all that. Oh. Mines and whatnot.
0: Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Why didn't you? I met Joel. He nods. Just like that? Decided to be a regulator?
1: Not right away. It seemed kinda dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Which <laughs> I didn't even know.
0: Uh, yeah, no kidding.
1: I sort of, I stumbled into helping him catch this dude who was just giving him so much shit over the years. And I guess he was impressed with that gumption. I was just on my way to school. Just kind of was a reflex.
0: Clearly he had good taste in pupils. I mean, he wore Maybe. glasses, but you know. <laughs> uh, some biology humor.
1: I always like them. I can sense the extra effort.
0: That should make it less funny, right? Okay, we'll just get a couple quick more shots of you guys walking through the gallery, admiring pieces of art, or art. (laughs) Art? Various forms on here made out of different types of interlinking metals, chains, washers, Hmm. circular pieces, maybe some made from bullets, casings.
1: Athena motions at the one made of bullet casings. She's like, how do they even get these down here? Isn't this contraband, technically? Or is it because it's just the shells?
0: It's fine? Yeah, I mean, it's just the casing. You can't fire them. There's no powder. There's no igniting mechanism. It's just metal.
1: It's a bit gritty for me.
0: It's like faux commentary or something. On what? I don't know. I don't know anything about art, Athena. Probably a bad idea for me to bring you here. Oh. I mean, just in terms of looking impressive, like I know what I'm talking about. Not a not a good opportunity for me.
1: See, here's the thing. Nobody knows anything about art, really. Because, you know, it's what the individual makes of it, right? So it's impossible. It's unknowable.
0: Uh, what's, uh, there's one more floor to this place? Is it, uh, is it like a roof?
1: Yeah, it's a garden and stuff. They got, like, little fountains and ivy and stuff.
0: How does that work? Because he points at the ceiling, which is rock.
1: Mm.
0: I mean, you've been here before? Yeah. So Okay, so is it like open air or is it just a cavern?
1: I mean, it's just the top of the building. Let's just go upstairs. Okay. (laughs) Leads
0: you up to the fourth floor. Sweeping staircases lead up to a rooftop botanical garden where there's a small cafe booth set up on one side with small iron-wrought tables and chairs nestled into the greenery. And the paths wind in tight patterns on the rooftop through ivory-covered stone arches opening up here and there into statue gardens. Berries that fall off flowering vines are squished underfoot. their glowing inside, showing and being ferreted away by tiny cave geckos.
1: Who doesn't love a gecko?
0: There's a sound of a waterfall or a fountain nearby, but it can't be seen due to the labyrinthine design of the pathways. It smells fresh and sweet. And is pleasantly warm after being inside for so long. A slight smell of coffee wafting from the booth by the stone steps. See,
1: it takes a deep old breath. It starts in one of the arches.
0: Near the stairs leading up, there is a large hunk of metal that has a placard by it. You know this to be. it's basically communal art. So this is a, a block of metal that can be freely shaped, sculpted, or changed by anyone passing through the museum who has the ability to do so. And it's sort of meant to be like an open art expression, you know, molded by the community type thing. And it's always been here, so if you've been here before, then you would know that this is a thing. It's currently just like a big amorphous blob with random shapes etched and molded onto it. There There is no consistency or theme or pattern some of them are blocky little shapes obviously people there's a face here or there objects a sword all poking out of this mess would Athena like to add anything or change anything she's
1: gonna try she walks over there and puts her hand on her chin very hmm trying to figure it out
0: this is a this is a big mess <laughs> but I guess that's community for you
1: everybody adds to it so it gets confusing and loud
0: <laughs> so it goes in a million different directions and doesn't achieve anything
1: well but i mean it wouldn't have happened if it wasn't here so that's something right even if it is kind of a mess
0: i it, i think it's a good outlet for people <laughs> who have the itch to change somebody else's art
1: what should i do
0: i don't know what what art moves you what speaks to you hmm you could always just make something bad better unless that's somehow insulting to the original artist, but, you know, it's meant to be changed.
1: She goes over to where the hilt of the weird sword is and tries to make, like, a very tiny blobby person holding it, like, far too small (laughs) to be holding this big sword. But I don't think it comes out quite the way she wanted it to, because she's having a lot of trouble with the detail-oriented stuff. She shapes with both hands, and Mm -hmm. she's down one. right? So I don't... Think she's quite happy with how it's turned out, but she did something.
0: Oh, that's cute! Oversized sword. Little guy can't even pick it up.
1: <laughs> can't even get it.
0: <laughs> real scamp.
1: Maybe I'll clean it up next time I'm here, if if it still is.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe.
1: Yeah. She maybe lets him get a little bit ahead, and wants to try and grab one of those lizards, real quick.
0: And try to grab a lizard. Yeah. Why?
1: When she and Pavi used to come here when they were really little. Something kids in Florida would do, apparently, would be grab lizards and then have them bite onto their ears so they have them dangle like little earrings because oh, the they don't hurt and the lizards just stay there. They just clamp on.
0: That sounds like a Florida thing.
1: So I think she tries to get one lizard and do that real quick.
0: Agility at minus, I'll just say minus two minus for two. lizard grabbing. Sure. Is
1: that good enough? I'll spend one Benny on this. Oh, yes. That's a nine for lizard grabbing.
0: Success of the raise. Yeah, you you snatch scoops up. Scoops
1: it up. Very, very quickly puts it on her
0: earlobe. Tiny little teeth sink down on the lobe itself. Doesn't hurt. It's like a gentle pressure.
1: She just walks it back up to the doll. It's like, you didn't, uh, did you like my, my new earring? Positions her head.
0: He's in the middle of looking at a statue. A metal statue in a heroic pose, holding a sword and shield, hmm. he says, "Oh no, I'm sorry, I did." And he's turning back to you. He goes, "Oh, what, did you did you put that there?"
1: I, I got my ear pierced. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> His expression is abject confusion. Uh, uh, did you just catch that? Yeah. And put it on your ear.
1: Thought it would be funny. And-
0: Does it? Doesn't it hurt?
1: No, their teeth are so little. It doesn't even break the skin. They just they just dangle. I think she like wiggles its tail a little bit.
0: Do you do this with other animals? No. You Just put animals on your body as decorations.
1: She tickles its belly and it drops off or
0: just, like a little flat pl- as it hits the stone and then scurries away. It's
1: See, it's good.
0: I'm sorry, that's I've never seen that before. Very uh a Uh-oh. woman of many talents, clearly.
1: Yeah, I'm real good at good at hanging out with people. Like God, dude, I'm so out of practice. I haven't had downtime in a really long time. I don't know what to do with myself. I'm just catching lizards, putting them on my face.
0: Hey, you know, if it makes you happy and the lizard's happy, then who am I to judge?
1: Maybe I should have bribed it with a berry. At least it would have got some out of that.
0: Raw deal for it. Mm. Uh, you want to show me around? Uh, anything good to see up here? It's been a while. Oh, okay. There
1: might be new stuff.
0: You guys wander through the garden pathways up here. Could you roll me a notice, please?
1: I surely can.
0: Uh, this is going to be at a minus two.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Seven.
0: As you guys are walking, there aren't a lot of people up here. You will very occasionally hear the clack clack of Lapaco's yara legs. But now you start to hear another sound, and it's sort of like a mechanical whirring that you hear in passing every so often. Almost exactly the same as Lepaco's. Like, it just drifts in and out. As you guys are walking into another clearing, out of the corner of your eye, you see that there's, from around the corner of a hedge, there is a long, fat head with a single lens pointing at you. And there's, like, some light green circuitry running along it. What? It's like the shape of the alien head from Aliens. Oh, it's like damn. that, but on the front it's like a lens, and it's peering around a hedge at you,
1: like this look like it's an arrow,
0: yeah, it oh, just okay. looks
1: like it. I think uh she stiffens because she did not expect that gives them a a little wave
0: you do that, and the head bobs down and then back up a little bit and then goes back around the corner.
1: What the fuck what did you see? Did you see that?
0: no what 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 did you see?
1: Some dude was just looking at me in that bush. Just pop right up. Just an arrow, dude, would just looking at me. No, it's gone.
0: It was like a round. Of, it wasn't up out of a bush. Oh. It was around a corner. <laughs> I
1: thought maybe it was a no, long no. <laughs> neck.
0: <laughs> you couldn't tell. So it, it was peering around the corner of a hedge. So it could be for all you know, but...
1: She just points in that vague direction. Someone's just... They're gone.
0: Okay. Did they threaten you in some way? Was you okay?
1: No, oh, I'm just... Ever
0: suspicious. Uh I mean, we can we can get out of here if you want.
1: No, oh, I'm sure if someone's trying to kill me right now, Lepaco's probably got that. That's his job today.
0: A flash of worry crosses the doll's face. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, uh, I wonder what's in here.
1: Yeah, me too. Maybe it's more lizards.
0: She says as there are lizards crawling like everyone. <laughs> you guys walk into this clearing. There's only one statue here, and the foliage around it looks like it has been recently trimmed back. It's a light-colored steel sculpture of a woman, immaculately carved or sculpted or however you'd like to put it. She has short hair, a soft expression, regulator garb, and her hands are folded on a tower shield resting on the ground in front of her body. A sizable amount of moss has grown on parts of the sculpture, with small glowing mushrooms poking out. And Athena, this is undoubtedly a younger version of you from before you left. No scars, nothing.
1: She didn't realize that until she was halfway towards it. Stops dead in her tracks. It, it leans forward, squints at it a little bit. Mm-hmm.
0: What? Zadal made it a little bit further than you, but then also could clearly tell. And he pauses and looks back at you and then to the sculpture and points a thumb at it and says, That's that's definitely you. Do did, did you make this? Is this like a self-portrait type thing?
1: She shakes her head.
0: Oh, it's real good. It's real good. I don't know nothing, but this is real good.
1: She walks forward to it, starts walking around, examining from different angles.
0: On the front, there is a placard poking up out of the ground like you would find it like a historical site or something like that that has also been grown over with moss to some extent.
1: Mm-hmm. She does a lap and notices the placard and starts scrubbing the moss off a little fervently mm-hmm. with her, you know, her she probably got it's just going to be stained green her hand for the whole day.
0: It takes you almost no effort to scrub it off and the placard reads the name of the piece is Vigil and as you glance up to the statue, you can tell that there is determination in your eyes there. Steadfast, resolute. And as you continue reading the placard, it gives a short account of the history of the piece, which was donated to the museum on behalf of Hilda Cowris, who is your maternal grandmother that unfortunately perished in the mines in your absence.
1: Athena's first instinct like many of her other first instincts, is to flee. She just gets right up and turns around and starts walking away
0: real fast. The other detail that you would have picked up from this is the year it was donated was one year after you left the city. And as you get up to leave, Zadal, who had still been standing there staring at it, turns and hustles after you and says, Oh, hey, yeah, you okay?
1: She might, in her speedy retreat, hit some uneven ground. And with her balance being the way it is, I think she just falls.
0: Oh no. You eat shit and you tumble out of this little alcove with Zadal walking after you and he goes, oh, and rushes to help you. As you're splayed out on the ground, there are two other forms walking quickly towards you.
1: Oh no. She's so defenseless right now. (laughs) This is terrible. (laughs)
0: There's a sharp voice above you that says, Well, I've heard about falling head over heels for something, but this, dear, is ridiculous.
1: Ooh, I doubt Athena remembers this voice.
0: (laughs) As you blink and look up, the figure comes into focus. They're of an average height, lean, not very muscular. Their hair is bound in a scarf. It's a bright purple pushed back, a relaxed posture blinking down at you. This is Irma Novi who I believe you had only met once.
1: Dinner at the Bubble.
0: Yeah, dinner at the Bubble. Fancy
1: grandparent dinner.
0: Fancy grandparent dinner at the Bubble back in season one. Irma Novi, who you had met with Remington Sato, is one half of Sato Novi. Specifically, you remember that she handles media and the news and things of that nature. The second figure is, it's the arrow that you saw before. Mm -hmm. The oblong head with the lens on the edge of it a cord-like neck that leads back to a very square, trash can-esque body. It has four limbs that go out kind of spindly like spiders, and they end in small wheels that are on the ground. So maybe like R2-D2 adjacent if R2-D2 had a bunch more legs. (laughs) Right. So it's just able to move and pivot very (laughs) easily on the ground. That's interesting. With that light green circuitry running all throughout. Definitely not a standard body type. And Novi is holding her right elbow with her left hand, and her right hand is just sort of out in the air, looking between you and Zadal. Do you need a hand standing, dear?
1: No, no. <laughs> I can stand. Sh- Surely I can stand. Gets up a little wobbly and makes sure her cloak is where it should be. Dusts herself off a little bit.
0: Looked like quite a spill, dear.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, he's <laughs> these damn cobblestones. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. Quite. Looks from you to Zadal. Over the shoulder of Irma Novi and this other arrow, you can see there are a couple of, there aren't very many people on the roof here that mm-hmm. you've seen walking through. 50 feet or so away, there is a small crowd of people just standing there and staring in this direction. And in front of them is a couple of bodyguards who are clearly keeping them away.
1: Christina leans over and looks at the bodyguard and says, Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your private tour or anything. We can, we could be going. Leave you to it.
0: Oh, don't be absurd, dear. I wouldn't have it any other way. Please, please. This piece you were, you were looking at inside here, would you show me?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd love to. Lead
0: on, dear, lead on.
1: She looks down at Zidal once she turns around pursed lips.
0: His eyes flick from you to her, and he... Tries to just give you like a small shrug like, uh, what, are you, what are you gonna
1: do you uh, want me to do? She just walks back towards the statue.
0: Novi follows you with the same relaxed gait. The arrow who is following her is basically just pointed at you. Mm. Just looking at you this whole time. Hasn't said a word, just looking at you with his head.
1: I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name.
0: The arrow looks from you to Novi and then back to you. And she looks to the arrow and then touches her ear once, and you notice that she has a small earbud in there. Oh. And she says, oh, uh, the, uh, his name is Graf. He's uh, quite talented. I uh, I keep him with me always. He doesn't care to speak much. Hmm. Hope you understand.
1: I usually don't either. I can quite relate.
0: He's my best cameraman in a very literal sense. <laughs> <laughs> and Graf's four spindly wheel legs jostle back and forth so his body rises and falls just a little bit and sort of a
1: I thought Phil Nutter was one of your
0: best Nutter, a... he's barely one of mine to begin with <laughs> he started over at the Cold Chronicle, he's trying to work his way over, he might make something of himself yet, but there's room for improvement
1: I'll pass that along if you want, I'm sure I'll see him before too long
0: mm. she waves a hand don't trouble yourself with it dear as you guys are standing here in front of the statue, she peers at it and then back to you and then back to the statue.
1: She coughs off to one side.
0: She begins to pace around the statue, not saying anything yet.
1: Probably similarly to Athena.
0: (laughs) I was relieved to learn that you weren't harmed in the attack by those cowardly thugs, dear wardens or whatever such nonsense.
1: Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's always a relief. (laughs) She just gets so nervous when cameras are around.
0: After doing a circuit, she stops and turns to you and says, This is you. Yeah. This is very clearly you, dear.
1: Yeah, it is, apparently. First time back in, you know, however many years, and I just find a statue of me. That's pretty weird.
0: Oh, you didn't know this was here? No. This is just a happy coincidence? Yeah. I see. She walks over to the placard and begins to read it. Hilda Calriss. It's not a name I'm intimately familiar with.
1: She was my grandmother, well, is, but um, she passed away in my absence. Her hand starts shaking a bit, which I don't think is visible, but it does shake the the cloak a little bit.
0: Novi looks away from you again, glancing near the ground. I'm sorry to hear that. Truly a shame. She was clearly a talented woman. This is exquisite.
1: Choose the best.
0: Takes those slow steps around it again, admiring it from different angles, and Graf is off to one side. He looks around at different stuff, and his head makes small whirring noises when it moves around.
1: Gotta get different shots. You never know what you're gonna need as filler.
0: <laughs> A woman of culture, indeed. Do you have any pieces on display?
1: No, I don't think right now. They rotate through stuff.
0: Oh, of course. Of course.
1: I was going to uh, fill out an application for one today. I was going to drop a little one off, but I was going to do that on the way out because I kind of forgot to on the way in.
0: Oh, of course you should. I'm sure you're quite talented.
1: I'm not this talented. <laughs> and she gestures at the sculpture.
0: <laughs> of course not.
1: <laughs> of course not.
0: It take years to achieve such mastery. She comes around. I'm going to see if she notices your arm. She takes clacking steps on the stone back to you and stops right in front of you. And after staring and blinking for a moment, reaches out and jostles the one sleeve of your jacket. This is new.
1: Yeah, I got it from my grandparents. It's a nice coat. It was a gift.
0: Don't be coy, dear. You had both arms last time I saw you. What happened?
1: My job. Line of duty. Protecting citizens.
0: I see. Are you quite all right? Aside from the obvious.
1: Yes. Doing just fine.
0: You push yourself so hard, dear. And after everything you've been through, your determination is simply stirring. Thank you. She inclines her head.
1: Athena's just waiting for the pin to drop. She knows there's a pin. (laughs) There's always one. It's generally just getting stabbed into her.
0: Indeed, there's nothing to be upset about. Beauty and art are indefinable perspective and the eye of the beholder and all that.
1: I was just saying that
0: earlier. (laughs) Clearly wise beyond your years, dear. Come with me. Come with me. Okay. She starts to walk away and crooks a finger at you but doesn't look back.
1: Athena looks at the doll.
0: What do you think she wants? I don't know. I don't know anything about it.
1: Mm, Okay, let's go.
0: All right, I'll follow you. Okay. So you follow her? Yeah. (laughs) She leads you down the path Heels clacking on the stone and then turns into another bit of shrubbery, another gap in the hedge, and it's another clearing. The sculpture in here is definitely still humanoid, but as opposed to your the hyper-realistic recreation of you, this one is very blobby. It looks like it was made out of clay. It's still metal, but it looks hmm. like it was life-size and just formed that way. Look at this piece. It's an abstract of the human form. Only two lumpy legs, a vague torso, blob-like head. It's just as much art as something on a canvas, isn't it? I'd say so. Glances between Graf and Zadal, and then looks back to you and says, I admire your friend's people, the Arrow. Their forms can be abstract. Points back to Graf. Artistic. Take Graf here. He is an artist. And his lens opens and closes just a little bit, and he bobs up and down happily. (laughs) Yes, Graf. Very nice, dear.
1: She smiles at Graf.
0: He makes a little, like, whirring noise as he goes back and forth on the the stones there. He's very excitable, but very good at what he does.
1: Well, you gotta be excited to, you know, that passion, right?
0: Right you are, That
1: art passion.
0: Right you are. Is art what the creator intended or what the beholder perceives? Does it matter? I think it's both, right? She shrugs noncommittally. The point of art, I think, much like life, is to feel, to think. If a piece stirs something inside you or provokes memories or epiphanies, it's a success. And she walks back to the edge of the clearing and just gestures back to where yours was. Abstraction, and points to the blob, and then gestures back to yours. Thought and definition is either right or wrong. No, of course not. They're just different. Many opinions, and that one's just mine. But then she walks back to you and gestures to your arm. Much like you find yourself becoming art before your own eyes.
1: Very inconvenient
0: art. (laughs) She picks up the sleeve and holds it out and then just lets it droop. Yes, I understand, dear, but don't let it get you down. We all have pieces of ourselves that go missing. This one's just a bit more... Visual. Visual. Integral. (laughs) Representative. However you'd like to put it. I'm sure it's a compelling tale. Could be. Art and life are what they are. What it becomes. Many an artist has a vision that changes during creation. The struggle, the journey of creation, my dear, is what matters. To the artist... Not the product, but the path you get there. How it changes along the way. Your body is a canvas. Don't let anyone tell you that your art is inferior. Hmm. What I mean to say is keep your chin up, my girl. You're an artist and art both. (sighs) And the people deserve to know. Uh Uh-huh. About? To learn from your struggles, of course. If you don't care about fame, and I'm not saying you should, although you're doing quite well for yourself, care about what you can offer to others. Your struggles mean something, don't they?
1: Yeah, I I guess.
0: Then you need to share them.
1: In an interview.
0: I always knew you were sharp on the uptake, dear.
1: Well, you know my grandma.
0: I do know your grandmother.
1: She, she's a sharp tack.
0: She says, <laughs> <laughs> "Oh, you do wonderfully in an interview, dear. When, when can I set you up?"
1: Hmm, I'm I'm booked up pretty substantially until um until the festival, you know, in the called. There's a cook-off going on, and maybe there's something you could do to help me with that.
0: Perhaps, dear. What are we speaking about? Don't be coy. Speak openly. I appreciate refreshing honesty.
1: Well, I've noticed that on some of your screens, there's been quite a bad advertisement running that features my dad in an unflattering light. Which is the purpose of it, because one of your anchors, Dick Richter, is uh, not a fan of my family. So I would love if that smear job would just end, and maybe I give you an exclusive interview.
0: She purses her lips and wrinkles them as she's thinking through this, and she starts to walk around the statue again.
1: Quick eyes over to Zidal, like, with the tiniest shrug, like a fraction of a shrug.
0: He inclines his head just a little bit with an equal shrug. I'm sure we could come to terms on something, dear, but you must understand if it's an advertisement that someone's placed. It's not as though I can simply pull it immediately. I'm not familiar with the one you're speaking about. We do so much, you see, and I still need to oversee my surface operations. Although, truth be told, I much prefer it down here. Oh, yeah? What's not to love? It's beautiful. Refined, there's... it's... cleaner.
1: Yeah, I I can understand the appeal of that.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm sure we can come to terms and find something beneficial for the both of us.
1: It would be... most advantageous if those ads were perhaps replaced with something else in and I, the next several days. And I but... know
0: just the thing, my dear, just the th- What's the thing? She just smiles at you. Dear, you have to understand. It's a big ask what you're doing. You want me to pull something, programming that's been produced, perhaps even paid for, that's set to go on in the immediate future. What am I to replace it with? You need to work with me, dear. You need to give me something. And I'm asking for something very specific. Very easy for you. Such oh. a tiny thing.
1: What would that be?
0: An interview, of course.
1: Well, I thought I already agreed to that.
0: Yes, but if you want me to pull something in the immediate future, then I must have something immediately to replace it. If it would make you more comfortable, we could do it here. It's a more informal setting. We could do it right now. Oh. Graf's right here. He's so talented.
1: A whole interview right now, you say? A we'll
0: whole interview right now. Yours for the taking. Oh, boy. Oh dear, if you're not ready, we could of course postpone to maybe tomorrow.
1: She waves her hand. Ah, uh, no, I think this, um, this this would be fine. This would be fine.
0: Wonderful, dear. Wonderful. You're truly making my day. This is marvelous. Come this way.
1: Uh, could could I make a uh, just a very simple request?
0: What would that be, dear?
1: With my line of work, dangerous as it is. It would be very bad if people found out that I was physically vulnerable between the point when I get my new arm. So maybe don't touch on that right now.
0: Oh, but dear, that's part of the story. That's part you of the struggle. Story. That's part of your deal. The yeah. People need to know what you're going through.
1: Yeah, fuck it. I'm sure I won't get killed on my way home at any point because of it.
0: Dear... You have a staggering flair for Mellow Drop.
1: I do, don't I?
0: You do. It's wonderful. Well, not in this context, but we (laughs) we can use that. Okay. Have you ever thought of programming? What kind? Being an actress, being a star, you have such a... And she puts fingers up to frame your face. Such a distinctive look.
1: It is distinctive.
0: Elegant and tough. Grizzled, but so sensitive.
1: Yep, that's just me, little Athena.
0: Don't undersell yourself, dear.
1: She gives her a grin, but there's no heart in it.
0: Oh, don't be that way. How about, um... And she pauses, looking around the little clearing here, touches the earbud in her ear very briefly. Graf moves a little bit, bobbing up and down. Moves over towards the statue and reaches out one of his limbs, and it looks like part of it just sort of falls off. And then immediately springs up into a tiny little makeshift bench right in front of the statue. Mm, Neat. Have a seat there, dear. It's perfect.
1: Yeah. uh, This might be a dumb question. Is my hair all right?
0: (laughs) She does an inhale through the nose looking at you and after a long moment says, yes. Yes, it's perfect.
1: She nods. Concerned it's not Mm. perfect. She has one dainty hand on her cheek. Mm-hmm. Trying to look inquisitive.
0: She sits down next to you on the bench. How like, close? Oh, like Very right close. next to you. Yeah, <laughs> scoots over till you're right next there. Puts a hand on your knee. Not like a creepy way, but like right. a friendly way. Like, oh, we're friends. Like, she
1: pats her knee. Look at us, bench
0: buddies. Graf wheels over right in front of you guys, bobbing up and down. Presumably looking for a good angle. The lens focusing and unfocusing. And he leers in and out.
1: She tries not to look at that too much. Mm-hmm. And looks off in the middle distance. So I assume this will be a pretty short interview, on account as just a uh, filling up an ad spot, right? Just a little vignette. More to come later. Oh,
0: you're sitting there, and her eyes narrow just a bit, but she's looking up at your head, and she says, "Hmm, yes, that might be for the best." I was being polite, dear. Your hair's a mess.
1: Yeah, I did fall down.
0: Yes, you did. Very well, we can do a short vignette here, and then we can bustle you in in the next day or two to finish up the rest.
1: She very self-consciously fixes her hair, Mm. just running her hand through it. But she straightens up, excellent posture, the picture of an interviewee.
0: Novi turns to the camera with a glittering smile. Ah, Caldonix, a city of romanticism, exploration, and exploits. I'm here at the fame metal gallery, Metallique. And I've just run into the Regulator, the girl about town that everyone wants to know about. Deirdre Sedaris. Regulator, how are you today?
1: She smiles broadly and hopes it's genuine. I'm doing well. Happy to bump into you.
0: Oh, and bump we did, dear. (laughs) Couldn't have asked for a more pleasant sight. You've graciously agreed to speak with me here, but... We've finally wrangled you in for an interview, isn't that right?
1: Mm. Just a small one for now. Just
0: a small one, just a, a tease to wet your whistle with. She turns back to the camera and says Air date to be determined. Tune in this week. We'll have all of it and more. Deirdre, what are we going to touch on in your interview? What, what life lessons, what struggles do you have to share with our viewers?
1: Oh, I am not lacking for struggles. Why don't we just spin the bottle and it'll land on something, won't it?
0: Mm. Spin the bottle. A sultry happenstance.
1: (laughs) Sure is. (laughs) She says on camera.
0: Where would land love, loss, strife, struggle, success?
1: Hey, why not all, all of the above?
0: Too right, dear, too right.
1: Be one hell of a story.
0: When she says love, Graph very quickly pans from you guys over to Zadal, who's just like no! standing in a corner. Oh no! And he, he's there and immediately is just like trying to see where he can go oh, to get out God. of frame, but he's in like the corner of a hedge, so he literally just backs into the hedge and then
1: Fuck. <laughs> oh no, he goes into
0: a hedge. And then well he tries to, but it's he can't. So right. he just starts to raise a hand in awkward like hi, I'm here too, but it's already going off of him. Oof. And Novi leans and she says, secrets to be discovered. Join us, won't you? And then ends it. And she says, that was marvelous, dear. Marvelous. Simply wonderful.
1: Thank you. I perform best under great amounts of duress.
0: Oh, we'll have to turn up the heat on you, won't we? (laughs) 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 Yes, dear. You're so much like your grandmother.
1: Uh, Have you seen her lately? How how is she doing? (laughs) (laughs) Athena's jittering.
0: Oh, you know her, dear. If there's mud, she'll stick in it. (laughs) And she pushes herself to her feet. Well, dear, I certainly don't want to keep you any longer than I already have. And that crowd of admirers isn't only mine, you know. Mm." What? And she walks to the edge, and you can now hear, like, a little bit more bustle coming from outside. Chatter in the distance. Hmm. Like I said, dear, you're the it girl. You're the one everyone's watching. And they know you're here, so they want to watch. Oh, good. We'll make you a star, dear. It'll be worth it. It'll all be, be worth it. Trust she, me.
1: She starts quietly hyperventilating.
0: Yes, I can see you feel the excitement already. Don't let that go to waste, dear.
1: Oh, I won't. It's just galloping through me. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Make sure you check in with our people in the next day or so. We'll have to come and find you. We could make a whole story out of that trick. Elusive. Maybe that would be better for your mystery. We could follow you around for a day, try to catch up to you while you uh, evade. I'm thinking too far ahead. Just come in for the Yeah, I'll, I'll
1: come in. I'll come. I'll, I'll talk. To, how about this? I'm seeing Phil tomorrow night. I'll just send, send a, my appointment uh, schedule availability through him. How about?
0: Her lip curls just a tiny bit, but she says, yes, I suppose that will be fine.
1: She smiles.
0: <laughs> Taking that to be your enthusiasm, smiles back at you and says, Ta, dear, ta. Oh, ta. And walks out and uh, graph bobs one more time at you and then wheels after her. Mm-hmm. F-
1: Athena is a shell of a woman at the moment. Sits on the ground for a second. She just lowers herself down.
0: Life comes at you fast, huh? Yeah. You okay?
1: <laughs> you know, the one time... Lepako would have been good interference.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, where the hell is he, anyway?
1: She hasn't heard him clacking around in a while.
0: Zadal walks to the edge of the hedge and looks out, and about that same time you hear feverish clacks coming your way, and then Lepako appears from around that same corner. Where were you? I was being held up by Novi's walls of hunky muscle over there. I'm not really in uniform right now, so...
1: You don't even have your badge. On you? I have my
0: badge. They wouldn't let me pass. I'm not about to start cutting people up.
1: Uh, yeah, I think that's probably good for such a refined place. Everything's fine. Well,
0: I'm certainly gonna have words with somebody about this. What? No, crack? Not you. Oh. I mean, crack down on Novi. She can't have her people around doing that. I mean, she did. I am aware of that. We should leave now. Yeah, let's. Because now people know you're here and they're looking for you.
1: What people? She mentioned there were people.
0: People. Who, in t- who told
1: people I was here?
0: I don't know. It wasn't me. I'm incognito. Look at me. Gestures down to his Hawaiian shirt and khakis.
1: Okay, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be invisible for a little bit, and I'll go downstairs. And I promise I'm not gonna go anywhere. I promise I'm not gonna cheese it. I can see you. I'm not oh, worried shit, about that. Oh shit! You can't. What am I saying?
0: She, he, she he, goes invisible. He <laughs> can have his penalties to <laughs> see. <laughs> He can see he could he gets a minus two or a minus three instead of the minus four or six. Okay. So it's not foolproof, but I'll find you. Just get out of here. You don't need more people following you around.
1: Okay. I'll just I'll be down at the entrance. There's no crowd, but you you'll you'll find me. Yeah. She goes invisible. Really
0: well. Gotcha. I will join you down there as well. Okay. And as you probably remember, that one of the limitations of the arrow is they cannot benefit from the positive effects of any physical-based arcane background, mm-hmm. such as linked and Psyology. Yeah. So if you tried to use invisibility on him, it will not work. He
1: can be invisible, though, can?
0: He? he can be invisible, but you can't cast invisibility on him.
1: Right. She was just doing it
0: on herself. So you can make your way out. Zadal will do the same. The moment you get out of the hedge area, you look over in the same direction. Novi's bodyguards are still there, and she's standing there too, but there's a larger horde of people now. And Novi is standing there. I know, I know you all want to see her. She's terribly busy, but tune in. Tune in this week. We'll have a wonderful, smashing interview. It'll blow your socks off, knock off your pants. You you will have any clothing left here.
1: Gathena laughs. <laughs>, <'Cause you> don't <laughs>, don't laugh. <laughs> As she's going through, just assuming the crowd's too loud to know where that's coming from. There's like from. What
0: one person he's like, what? <laughs> but yeah, there, there's a crowd there and there's chatter. It, it looks excited. You know, people are whispering to each other and pointing in that direction. You hear like, oh, regular snares, regular snares. Oh, God. So this is a good point to cover. Athena, I am, I am gifting you the fame edge, the background edge fame. Because at this point, not only with your baked in... Ties to, you know, city hierarchy and who your family is. You've now been in the news and been involved in a number of high-profile things. Yes. So people know who you are visually at this point.
1: Maybe the missing arm will throw them off. Deirdre Sedaris has two
0: arms. I've seen her on TV. The fame background. Your character is a minor celebrity of some sort. They might be a popular bard known in a particular fiefdom, a minor rock star, or a beloved B-movie actor. You're almost there. You could be in B movies. Yeah, for sure. At least C movies. <laughs> Everybody sees movies. <laughs> they make double the normal fee when performing for pay, which does not really apply to you. You can also use your celebrity to add plus one to persuasion rolls if a target is friendly and knows who you are, yeah. which would be a common knowledge roll modified by how likely the individual is to know you. The downside is that you are often recognized Others frequently want something from you. You may be followed by fans or admirers, or you may not be able to shirk obligations, performances, or other duties without causing trouble for yourself. Oh,
1: she barely shirks anything anyway.
0: Right. So there's there's no <laughs> real benefit from the performance angle of that because that's not part of your fame. I feel
1: like she's already been operating under some of this, you yeah, know? Yeah, and I
0: think so too. And I that's what I felt was more appropriate to codify some of it for story purposes. Yeah. Do you think there's something else that would make more sense in place of the performance? Like, just based on what your form of minor celebrity is? Maybe you could get appearance fees for showing oh up God. and doing stuff.
1: She does need money, actually. I mean, but I don't think she wants to be too in the spotlight.
0: Well, if there's something that makes sense, we can implement it. Oh, my God.
1: I want merchandising. I want merchandising. 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 Well, you can
0: always ask Novi about that. Mm. Or Bolt.
1: She's probably going to ask Paul. He probably knows about it.
0: But you make your way past the crowd down to the, the very entrance of the gallery where Lepako is standing innocuously. And I think he does not see you at first, but since he's actively looking for you, I think he is eventually able to discern your heat signature. Mm. And Zadal can't hide from you. For me? Yeah. Why? Because of...
1: Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, he can't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Based on psionics. <laughs> There might, there might be times when I'll ask for a role, but I think for right now it doesn't apply. Yeah, that's fair. And uh, I am hesitant to, as a blanket statement, make you immune to any form of psionics because that's super powerful even yeah. for a main character. The main point of that was to resist mental intrusion like yeah. puppet or mind rewriting.
1: Yeah, that, that bad re- stuff yeah, she hates. Real bad stuff. Well, that was... Uh quite a to-do. Maybe I'll just stay invisible for a little bit until we get on the highway.
0: Yeah, let's, uh, let's get out of here, maybe I let's,
1: guess. Let's skedaddle.
0: And the ski they daddled.
1: <laughs> I was thinking about maybe going to the market. I had to drop something off, get some some info from my contact there. Not work related. Not work related.
0: Sure, I I'm mean, off
1: duty, apparently.
0: That sounds good. You guys are now in the highway in one of the tram cars, Lapaco in the same car, but at the opposite end, seated in one of the comfortable looking chairs. Hmm. It's pretty crowded, you know, but there's room.
1: She's just trying to be innocuous.
0: So which market are you going to?
1: The one where Charles is.
0: Could you remind us who Charles is?
1: Charles is her contact in the market. She had him looking into how Mobius is going to cheat at this cook-off.
0: So you make your way to the market district, Lepaco trailing the whole way, and you know where Charles usually sets up shop so you're able to find it without too much trouble. It's a small stall off to one side, looks like very basic charcuterie butcher, big bloody slab where he carves the meat, and he is present as you approach. Charles is Yara with peachy skin, dark hair that's beginning to have some pepper and salt. He's got a narrow, sharp face with spindly but very muscular limbs, a very practiced hand at carving these carcasses. Mm. So even as you're watching, he slams a large piece of meat in front of him. Two of his Yara back legs are working with scything claws to begin just dismantling it as he, with his regular hands, is doing something behind the counter, almost absentmindedly.
1: She walks over and gives him a wave.
0: Uh, He looks up. Oh, I was wondering when you are going to show up again.
1: Oh, uh, you know me, girl about town. Never know when I'm gonna pop up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm glad you did.
1: Find anything out for me, Charles?
0: I might have. Really? He flicks neutralize over to Zidal, and then back to you.
1: Cool. We're, all, we're all friends here. Unless you would like this to be a private conversation, Charles.
0: Most of our dealings, I would only speak with you, but I don't have anything too out of the ordinary to say today. Let me be clear. I will not help you cheat a cheater. I will tell you what I have found to even the odds, but this must be a fair match.
1: I would never ask any more. I understand your man of morals, Charles.
0: This is our art, and it will be respected. Rumples his nose and sniffs, and he says, And your father is already on thin ice after the cilantro incident.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> What, what did he do? Charles, what did he his do? His eyes
0: flicked his it all.
1: She leans her ear in close to Charles.
0: We will speak of this at a different time. Okay. You wanted information about Mobius and his intentions to cheat in the cook-off.
1: That is what I was hoping for, yes?
0: yes. Well, I don't have a lot that's concrete, but I have a few ideas hmm. based on what I've put together. These contests, they're all a little bit different, and the details often don't get completely ironed out until right before it's time. I think he might be inclined to sneak ingredients into the pool of available options.
1: She shakes her head.
0: Beforehand. To weigh things in his favor if there's something specific he wants to prepare, but isn't already covered, as a way to help him shine in the spotlight. You could either stop him from doing that, or you could get something... That Clint would prefer? Added to the list, perhaps?
1: I'd rather just stop him, because my dad can do wonders with anything. He's a champion.
0: That remains to be seen. He has been boasting on the down low about some sort of secret weapon ingredient that he has. Something that might not be permitted, but could potentially not be strictly labeled as contraband. What? Yes, I know. I'm not sure.
1: Um, Oh
0: supposed to make everything taste good. No matter what you put it on, it makes it taste good. Salt? Not exactly a secret, is it?
1: (laughs) No, but he's not a very good chef, so he might think it's a secret ingredient.
0: Maybe, I don't know. He might try to bribe a judge. Tried and true method. Or he could try to sabotage your father's station or equipment to malfunction during the contest. At the time before he could uh, do anything about it, you know.
1: We'll just have to make sure that doesn't happen.
0: Shrugs and holds his hand out. That's up to you.
1: I will have to make sure that doesn't happen.
0: He nods sagely. The judges we know something about. Yeah? One of them is the Baron. Oh, The Baron, Tom? The Baron of the Cult, yes. Sekatan. You know him? Mm-hmm. Tan will be one. One of the guest judges is a bit out of the ordinary but seeing that mobius is the challenged party and he himself is a topper who is normally not permitted to participate in these challenges there is also a topper judge um one donovan reno
1: no oh that bastard that's how they're gonna do it
0: he puts up his hand he says it could be worse they were trying to have a man named dick richter as a judge
1: but this is kid.
0: Exactly. You're welcome for that one, by the way. Thank you. Yes, I put a stop to that as soon Ugh. as I heard about it.
1: She puts a dainty hand to her chest like, uh, oh, my hummingbird heart.
0: That one is a clear conflict of interest. And the last one, which is meant to remain secret, but she which I will disclose to you, she is a... This time he does glance over to Zadal and looks at him and then just jerks his head like, get out of here, go away.
1: She looks down stall. I'll just be a second. I'm sorry.
0: He puts his hands up and says, Oh, jeez. Secret chef business, I guess. Organic food oh, things. Shh. Sh- keep your voice down. Gives you like a really skeptical look, but oh, whatever. And just walks away to look at another stall nearby. Charles is just watching him go with his floppy chef hat tilting to one side.
1: He's good people, but he doesn't really care about food.
0: I don't trust anyone that can't even taste.
1: I mean, I don't know that he can. I've never asked.
0: I would assume he can't, as he's Arrow. He shakes his head a little bit.
1: Well, you never know.
0: He could have a tongue installed, but I don't think he did.
1: I don't think he did either.
0: Waves a hand. Okay. She's a member of the organization that I am a member of. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. She's one of the most wizened and respected members. They call her Granny Gumshoe.
1: Granny gumshoe. Yes. Like like detective gumshoe?
0: Yes. Because her palate is so refined, she can taste something and know exactly what is in it. And also because she has no teeth.
1: Oh yeah, that'll do it.
0: So gumshoe, it's kind yeah, of like... That's, yeah, that's good. <laughs> yes. I can't advise you on this. Her behaviors, There is method to the madness, but very few know. Well... It could work in your favor, or it could work against you. If Mobius truly surprises her she could vote in his favor
1: what if he surprises her in a bad way
0: then i would assume she will not but i don't know
1: what happened with the cilantro
0: does a very slow <sighs> there are things we do not speak about athena know only that it was grossly misused and put a stain on his mark with us He is talented as you say but we do not approach just anyone for membership in a secret society this is prestigious these blemishes take time to overcome
1: uh maybe i will advise him against any cilantro inclusive recipes
0: he smacks a hand on the counter he says you will not you will do no such thing
1: he will do whatever he wants to do i won't tell him anything if
0: your father wishes to join our ranks he must do so naturally The only reason you know about this is
1: (laughs) because I was loud.
0: Yes, because you were loud and because I noticed you and because I was at that restaurant. You were the only one there who could tell that their artisanal ingredients were frauds were fakes. And not only that, but you called attention to it. Point being, he has to do it on his own. And he will make sure, you know, with his
1: assistant, which will not be me.
0: Oh? Who was his second?
1: Probably Sekapavi.
0: Arches an eyebrow. Hmm.
1: It's so soon, and I'm not going to be any help in the kitchen, you know that. I can, I can get ingredients well enough, but my skills
0: lie elsewhere. I'm going to roll his perception to see if he notices that your arms guns. Oh. As you're leaning in, talking to him, he blinks and looks down and says, I suppose that would make things more difficult, huh?
1: Hmm. Man, I thought this little... <laughs> I thought this little cloak was going to do a lot better than it did today.
0: It did quite well, up until you leaned in right in front of me and I had no choice but to look.
1: Since he's noticed she doesn't have an arm, she makes no pretense and just goes digging in the bag on that hip and pulls out an envelope for him. Looks pretty thick.
0: Arches an eyebrow. Is this a bribe?
1: No, it's uh, a backlog.
0: Oh, the column. Mm Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I got to read Mean Streets Good Eats.
1: Hopefully, if these find its way into the right hands, maybe you will be reading it again a little sooner.
0: Mm -hmm. We'll see what I can do. He stuffs it away in his apron. I wish your father luck in the upcoming competition.
1: I won't tell him. Good. She winks at him. (laughs) He
0: winks back. Maybe we reach out to him, if he does well enough.
1: She looks pretty excited about that and just gives him a cheeky kind of nod
0: the student says, be well, Athena.
1: Oh, and I'm going to need this, 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 and this. And she points at different cuts of meat to have him wrapped up.
0: Ah, he has a smile and goes through preparing all the items for you and gets you a bag of goodies.
1: Yes. She flops the cubes on the counter and goes to find Sidal (laughs) and says, sorry about that.
0: Uh, yeah, you guys, you organic types are real weird about food and (laughs) food secrets.
1: It's, it's a pretty big secret. Maybe I can... Maybe I can share someday.
0: Well, you know, on the spectrum of big secrets that you can and can't share, I'm okay letting this one go. The girls gotta have secrets, right? <laughs> or so I hear.
1: So I keep hearing.
0: All right, where to? Mademoiselle? <laughs> is that That's a thing people call people, right? Sure is. Well, that, it, that's, that's what you are.
1: I was actually wondering if we could go to Glow. I was wondering if you could look at my mom's brain. I'm wondering if it's like Silas's with that big ol' hole in it.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean...
1: And I got all this meat that I gotta drop off there now.
0: <laughs> uh, it's a two-prong approach, you? Gotcha. Yeah. Of course, yeah. I'll help. Sure. Thanks. Shrugs. just wanna make sure your mom's okay, yeah.
1: Yeah, me too. I feel like I'm getting close... I'm getting close to something.
0: Frozes, brows, and nods. Uh, who can say?
1: Probably Halorishi, but didn't want to tell us.
0: And of course, during the scene, Lapaco is in the background shots walking between stalls, occasionally looking over his shoulder in this direction. Does
1: he have any did he buy anything?
0: I think it's something fried on a stick.
1: Fried waffle cone ice cream.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. He's eating it greedily. He took dainty bites of that sandwich before, but this one he's just wolfing into, wow. definitely getting into his mustache.
1: <laughs> the quality is better. She nods. She likes to see people enjoying their mm. food
0: says what i can't make these at home just want to enjoy it
1: i can't make them at all (laughs) they're delicious you're a man of fine taste lepaco
0: he pauses and looks at you and says thank you
1: well yeah she walks ahead (laughs) because she's not good with making new friends (laughs)
0: visible confusion
1: (laughs) (laughs) she gotta keep him on his toes he's got so many of them
0: (laughs) Uh, that's true you guys hop back on the highway and uh, another transition or two later and you can get off and make your way across the bridge over the canal and towards Glow in the southern eastern edge of the city. You're getting there probably right before Dinner Rush is about to start on one of these days. Glow.
1: It's a shop that's built like a row house. It's got a big floor-to-ceiling window in the front with the, little, the logo and a blaze of Cory signage with a little snail that's... The L and the O Mm. in Escarglo. The O is the shell. There's some creeping ivy going up it with little white flowers. And a very solid metal door constructed by Athena (laughs) with a little snail on it.
0: The building itself definitely looks worn, but also very homey, colorful and warm. Juxtaposed against that across the street is the extravagantly bright and lit Mobius strip. Is he in there? Oh, yeah. He's almost always there. Pretty good amount of customers. But as you walk towards Glow and you open the door and make your way inside, there's a pretty good amount here, too. Yes! Um, more she than, says
1: under her breath.
0: Especially just before dinner rush. The crowds in the street outside are ambling by, and there's plenty of restaurants in this area, so they filter in and out, and everybody breaks off to their restaurant of choice. But more foot traffic here than you saw a couple weeks back.
1: Oh, this is good. She says looking around.
0: Maybe thanks to handing out some flyers and Maybe. getting some buzz up. Yeah, and Clint, you can see, is bustling, going, mostly staying in the back, going in and out, the door with a porthole swinging wildly as he does so. He's got a fresh sheen of sweat going.
1: (laughs) The chef's sweat.
0: Mm -hmm. Your mom is in there. It looks like she's walking between tables, taking orders and things like that.
1: Well, they don't want to bother too much. She goes to the back real quick, drops off the meat because that's got to get refrigerated.
0: Clint, your father, the owner and primary proprietor of Car Glow, is a lanky velman, looks just like you, dark hair, salt and pepper, bristly mustache, watery blue eyes with the vertical slits, cat-like pupils, a manic energy to him. Yeah, Clint says, oh, oh, I'm so happy you're here. Really? Yeah, you brought ingredients, right? <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> and of course I'm happy to see you.
1: And she gives him a kiss.
0: Oh, thank you, sweetie.
1: You're welcome. Sorry, I'm not going to be a big help with prep today, but thought I could at least drop off some delicious meats.
0: I For appreciate Good that. Eats.
1: You thought all about uh, the competition. It's coming up.
0: You notice there are some heavy bags under his eyes and he looks up, but he still has sort of a manic energy and he says, I can't think of anything else.
1: <laughs> Good. You keep thinking.
0: i going to wipe that stupid smirk off his scaly little face.
1: I think they just call him bastard in different ways <laughs> for, like, a couple seconds.
0: I, uh, we got some orders coming in that I gotta take care of, but if yeah, you guys... Yeah, you do you. If you guys wanna hang out, or I can whip something up. Well, I mean, I don't know if, uh...
1: Don't worry about us. We'll be fine.
0: Okay, Yeah. It's busy. Cooking things on the grill as you go, and... Oh, uh, okay. Well, if you're around, uh, I love you, and I'll see you.
1: Love you, too. Goodbye.
0: So you head back out into the main room, and Zadol says, I just gotta like kind of close to her for oh. not not a long time just to get a good look
1: i'll just uh, go uh, talk to her easy peasy waits for a second seems like she's in a lull between
0: orders your mother val takes orders to the back and comes back out looks like everybody's been assisted at this time so she comes over and gives you a hug and a kiss and she is an average sized ori woman slim build her hair is a gray white now matching the pupils of her eyes and she used to be very vibrant and fiery, much more muted now, calmer, more serene. And she says, oh, dear, it's wonderful to see you. What brings you here today?
1: Oh, just dropping off some ingredients, but I don't need an excuse to come by, see my favorite parents.
0: <laughs> oh, it's so flattering, dear. Thank <laughs> you. How are you doing?
1: Uh, you know, I made cookies today. Oh. We went to the gallery.
0: I didn't know nice. you could bake.
1: I didn't know either!
0: Well, that's a fun surprise. It is a
1: fun surprise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's nice to be able to make something edible.
0: hmm You said, um, I'm sorry, where did you go today?
1: Oh, the gallery.
0: Oh! Did you find the sculpture?
1: Yeah, I did. Wasn't the one I was looking for, actually, but I found it.
0: What were you looking for?
1: That little barisk. I thought it might still be there.
0: Val brightens a little bit at that and says... Oh, it wasn't. It It is in and out of circulation, but we hold on to it when it's not on display. It's upstairs. What? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm.
1: That's so good.
0: Everyone should see it, but it's special, so it gets reserved for anyone who goes upstairs. I'll
1: we'll have to go up before. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. Mm. Yeah, the statue was good. I didn't expect it.
0: She gives you a sad smile. I know. That was, um, I think that was one way that your grandmother... Kept you close. Or tried. She missed you terribly. We all did. But she would be so proud of you.
1: Well, she'll she'll probably like it that I'm gonna get a metal arm in a couple weeks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Many applications for that, dear. Speaking of your grandmother... Yeah? With everything that's been happening lately, would you like to come to the mines with me? I could get you a chance to shadow someone else you could see. I know you did that years ago, but you could... Maybe it would be a good change of pace for you. Your grandmother would just want you to be safe and happy.
1: I know. I, I've i been thinking about the mines a lot. And even at work, you know, sometimes I try to use any kind of corey, and it just fizzles. It's just gone. And I can't do that around diffusing. That would be really bad. I just don't know if I'm a prime siphon candidate anymore.
0: Oh, well, you could still come and observe. It's just a change of pace. Just uh, think of it like a field trip. You can see how things have changed, the innovations, everything that's different.
1: Maybe. I've, I've got quite a bit of time off, so I'll certainly consider it.
0: Well, I know your grandfather would like that. He came to see me the other day, in the mines. Did he? Hmm. He doesn't often do that. He wanted to see how you're getting on, I think. Oh, <laughs> But it was kind of him to check in on me as well. We were never very close, but you know how these things go.
1: What was he asking about?
0: Oh, well, you know, you see what you were up to, how you were doing. If you'd shown any interest in coming with me. That's why I thought I'd ask again. It seemed like maybe he wanted you to.
1: Was this before the press conference, or after?
0: It must have been After. Maybe all that, those terrible things going on probably made him worry for your safety, too. Mm. I imagine he thinks you'd also be safer there. And I agree, but I understand that it's your life and you have to follow your heart.
1: Maybe I'll just go over and have a chat with him about it. I think maybe that'd be good.
0: I think he'd like that, dear.
1: She blinks out of her family stupor and realizes she hasn't introduced it at all. She just hooks a thumb over her shoulder. He's like, uh, this is, this is it all. He's on the task force with me. He's keeping me company on my mandated time off.
0: Mm. She blinks at you and then looks past and brightens slightly at that and raises a hand and says, Oh, it's, hello. It's nice to meet you. He walks forward to shake her hand. The handshake is very slow and he's taking a nice long look at her. Uh, yes, yes, ma'am. It's, um, it's real nice to meet you. You got quite a daughter here. <sighs> we are uh, doing our best to keep her safe. Oh, I, I'm sure you are. That's nice.
1: She only feels a little guilty about that.
0: <laughs> and then Zadal looks from her to you and back to your mom. I'll uh don't let don't let me interrupt. I'll just I'll be over here. You know whenever you're ready.
1: Yeah, I was actually gonna go upstairs real quick. That statue I was looking for—it's here. It was here the whole time, so I'm going to go look at it.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, that sounds good.
1: Yeah, so, uh, Mom, I'm just going to go upstairs for a second. I'll be right back.
0: Oh, no o- worries. okay. Say goodbye before you leave, dear.
1: Of course. Not leaving yet.
0: You guys amble up the stairs to the second floor. There is additional seating up here. It doesn't look like any of it's currently in use.
1: Private balconies. It's usually
0: private balconies or special parties, things like that. And there's a couple of bookcases around with just odds and ends on it. One of them does have the small Barsk statue that you're looking for. She
1: beelines for it. She points a finger at it. That's Gooper. But, you know, smaller.
0: As it all takes slower steps to follow you. He doesn't respond when you say that.
1: Uh, was everything okay?
0: Uh, so. Uh, sorry, what did you say? Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah, I'm alright.
1: You don't look okay.
0: Uh, your mom looks like Silas. (laughs) It's not, it's not as bad. It ain't the same. It's the same, but it ain't the same. Sorry, um, rubs his head a little bit. Silas had, it was like a, an open wound, like a big chasm, you know, something missing there, things leaking out, just an open wound that never had treatment, right? Yeah. Your mom's is like... It's like a surgical scar. I can see the pieces, how, you know, it looks like a similar wound, but, like, somebody went back in and just put it back together. I mean, it could could be way worse, Athena. It's... She's... I mean, she's okay. She's functional. She's... I... But... I don't know. I don't know what it means.
1: So someone fixed her, kind of? Or did it just heal over
0: like that? I, I don't know. I... I don't think it's natural. I mean, somebody was definitely in there and did something. But it looks like... Someone did this to her? Depends on what you mean by did this to her. It, it looks like the whatever fix there is, somebody did that. I don't know if somebody... I don't know what the wound is. I don't know what it means. I only ever seen this with your mom and Silas. So Silas was a big open wound, basically. And your mom's is more stitched together, stitched up. Residual, maybe, one of those things where I I know it's there because I'm looking for it, but I don't I don't know what it means. Ashen, maybe.
1: I don't know how to feel about that.
0: I don't know, Dana. I, I don't I don't know what it means. I think it means that uh, the, there's still stuff we don't know, but I don't know how your mom factors into all this.
1: So it's a wound, right? Like something did something burst out? Did something get ripped? I mean, she can't... So did it just leave? Maybe. Does it feel familiar like Silas's did?
0: Pretty quickly, he shakes his head. No. Nah, not the same. I mean, they feel similar, but not the same.
1: That's something. Maybe?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I want to go look at Benicia sometime. I don't know where she's been hanging out.
0: It all blinks at that and looks up to you and says, I don't know what Silas did with her. Oh, good. I mean, she could still be at the spire, but he might have just as easily moved it somewhere else. Do you think Roja would know? Why would she know?
1: She carried it out, didn't she? The crystal? I mean, let's be real. Silas isn't carrying anything. He doesn't have to.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it ain't exactly something you lug around with you real easy.
1: She's just got a lot of plants. She could just hide it. In a pot.
0: I mean, you can ask her if you want, but I would be shocked if Silas would trust her was something like that. Seem more possessive of it, you know? I think he'd probably want to keep it somewhere that he had access, but not other people.
1: I just don't want her to be alone again.
0: He shrugs. She's kind of you.
1: Well, my fault.
0: I mean, she did try to kill you, so it ain't like you really owe her anything.
1: I, I I'm. I think I'm mixed up in this a little bit. Hey,
0: I get it. Situations changed.
1: A little bit. But maybe she knows. Maybe we could just start putting together her little pieces.
0: I mean, she could definitely still be useful. She just, I don't know where she's at now. I can try to find it if you want. I, I would assume it's either still in the spire somewhere that Silas kept it, or else he probably took it home with him to one of his hideouts.
1: Well, if we start snooping around there, Roth might get suspicious.
0: Yeah, if he finds out.
1: <laughs> That's true.
0: Your guess is as good or better than mine, Athena. I mean, I, I, I don't know what goes on inside of your body. I don't know what, what's going on with that stuff. I never seen this before. I never seen anything like it. I don't know what. I don't know what to do about it. I don't know what it means. Oof. I'm drifting just the same as you.
1: I know. I'm real sorry.
0: Don't, you, you don't gotta to apologize to me. I'm just. I, I, I wish I could do more. I wish I could help more. I wish I could tell you something that would make it all better or, or clear out some of the cobwebs, but I I can't do that.
1: Hollary, knew shit. You just didn't tell us.
0: Ain't super surprising to me,
1: but. Why would he drop a concept and not. She gestures vaguely lacking words. Um. That's just rude, is
0: what it is. I mean, sure. It sounded like there was plenty that they were choosing not to tell us. Whether by design or by... I don't know, it seemed kind of like an obligation.
1: An obligation? To...
0: That's that's your point, right? Like, he... Halorishi, if it's a he, or whatever, told us stuff, but withheld other stuff. So why tell us some, but not all? What's the point in that?
1: Make us curious?
0: Maybe, if if Halorishi is, you know, actually an enemy, then they could be trying to point us to a red herring, or trying to put us on somebody else's scent instead, or maybe they are trying to help us and point us in the right direction. I don't, I don't know, Athena. I don't know, I don't know at all.
1: I really hope he's not an enemy, because he took Isaac somewhere.
0: <laughs> Rubs his neck. Yeah, I hope not too. I, that's all, all we got right now is faith, you know? Mm. Unless we can figure out where he is or go after him or something, but... He's probably
1: too deep. I can't... I can't go anywhere. I'm useless like this. I can't do I I can't do a thing. Apparently I can be invisible. That's good. But I can't... I can't be helpful right now.
0: That ain't true. Don't let it get in your head. You're still the same person. You still, Athena, some of the things you've done, I, I wouldn't have believed possible.
1: Yeah, but I did them with two arms. I can't. I can't even walk straight. I. I just fell. I just fell in front of people because I hit a wrong stone. I. I thought this bag would help. Didn't. Just, just gonna bump into stuff forever. Can't make a sandwich. It's very frustrating.
0: You just gotta make a metal sandwich, and then you can mold it the way you want. nah uh, sorry. Even with that,
1: I've been trying stuff. I've been seeing what what I can do. I can't teleport straight right now because my balance is off, and I don't e- I don't end up the place I think I'm gonna. I can lift metal stuff. But I can't do the finesse stuff. I'm just I can't do I can't do stuff right now. And I need to be doing a lot of stuff right now.
0: He reaches out and takes your left hand and his right gives you a squeeze. Hey, I I know it's real hard, but you're going to get through this. And I'm going to help you. And you got a lot of people who are here to help you too. Even and He jerks a thumb towards the stairs because Lapaco is indeed waiting downstairs at one of the tables. I'm here for whatever you need. We'll, we'll get this figured out, you know? Just gotta put one foot in front of the other.
1: Well, thank God I still have two of those.
0: His eyes lighten a bit. Yeah. See, that's you, I know.
1: You do actually know me pretty well, all things considered. A lot better than probably most people right now. Because, I mean, you saw a lot of my, my worst stuff all my garbage, just my dumpster fire (laughs) life, and for some reason, he still want to hang out, which I appreciate, but, you know, you haven't had a a lot of good chances to see uh, good things.
0: You've done a lot of good stuff since you came back. It's true, though. I mean, seeing somebody else's memories is a a little bit more uh, intimate than (laughs) the average interaction, but just to be clear, I, it's not like I'd seen everything shot for shot. No, I it's I, more like I through quick and pull bits and pieces and...
1: Still a lot of junk.
0: <laughs> it ain't all junk.
1: Not all of it,
0: but... Nobody's life, Athena, nobody's life is 100% important. We all have junk stuff that just happens that has no meaning or significance, and then we move on, and then it's done, and you forget about it. So it's more like... Puts his hands out in front of him, making a, a line. Mm-hmm. You know, your, your life, your memory, who you are, is a, it's a spectrum. It's a line. Like I said, it ain't spec- it's more of a line than a spectrum. Because <laughs> you start at one point and then you keep going. And uh, the significant moments, the more important stuff is like big nodes or something along the way. You know, it's easy to pick them out because they're more important to you. Like All
1: the, ah, right. oh, shit, that thing that tracks earthquakes.
0: A Geiger? No, that's Maybe? radioactive. A Richter. Oh. Richter scale? Like a dick Richter? I
1: hope it's not that.
0: <laughs> it's a line, and there's points on that line that are easier for me to find. You have devoted more emotional bandwidth and significance to them, so they appear more prominently. It's easier to find the paths there, because everything's interconnected and it feeds back in on itself. Hmm. So, yeah, I was able to find that, you know, seven years ago pretty quick. Yeah. But easy stuff, like walking down the street, eating. Uh, well, eating for you is a little different <laughs> too, but yeah, you get what I'm saying. I know? do. Okay. So there's, there's more there, things that could be significant that maybe aren't significant to you because you don't know why they would be significant. So I guess you could find that sort of thing if you knew when and where to look, but if be tough. It'd be real tough. Anyway, Psionics 101, <laughs> everything's a mess. <laughs> You're halfway there already.
1: He squeezes his hand a little bit. Sorry, it's been a weird day for me.
0: I'm glad I could be here for it though.
1: I can't believe that statue was there.
0: Must have been a surprise.
1: I mean, I've never like walked into a place and just seen me before, so that
0: was a bit weird. Yeah, it's gotta be a bit odd. But, uh. I'm
1: glad she sculpted me with better posture than usual.
0: She's pretty cool, though. I mean, yeah. Grandma seemed like she was a real neat lady.
1: Yeah, she was. I'm sorry. I'm not really supposed to tell anybody about this. If I found my grandfather after the press conference, Roth sent me to find him. He's crying in an alley in the bubble. And, uh,. He told me that the accident in the mines a few years ago that killed my grandparents was not an accident. And I don't know what to do about it. Because nobody else knows. It's just me and him and, I guess, now, you. So maybe I just, that's, ooh, that's been eating me away. And if I think it was Bolt's family that ordered it.
0: He takes a couple seconds to process that and think through it with wide eyes, still holding your hand. Gives you another squeeze. I don't even know what to say. I accept it for some reason. I I ain't too surprised.
1: They're so careful, they wouldn't have an accident. Not like that. Not that would make a whole wall of names.
0: Somebody's got to answer for all this.
1: Nobody can find out. I can't go to the mines. He told me to stay away, because then they're going to get suspicious and they might do it again, so I have to make my mom sad and tell her I can't go with her to try a new vocation, when really, I probably should find a new job, because honestly, I can't do shit as a regulator right now. I might not be able... I was so much better up top as my own person. And now I'm just in a chain, just in a chain of people I got to answer to and it's not working. I can't do things effectively. I don't know. She squeezes his hand real hard, but not in, not intending to hurt him. Right. She's just, she hasn't talked about this stuff.
0: What are you saying?
1: I don't know. Roth is asking me to needle my grandfather for information why he's been voting like this. Well, I'll tell you why he's been voting like this. Because he knows if he votes out of line again, Alaricorp's just going to do it again. And it's going to be worse. And it might wipe out the whole city. Just leave the mines to be taken by them, then.
0: Your grandfather told you all this?
1: Yeah, he was very trusting about it. And his brain has some weird purple shit, too. Not like mine, though.
0: Oh, boy! Ah uh, And uh, he told you to stay away from the mines. Yeah. And because they because
1: I'm a snoop, I'm just a snoop, and where I go, trouble follows. Well, Which is something I know. I'm aware. That's all this whole thing started. that's <laughs> that's how I met Joel.
0: Mm. Well, then uh, I stop now. What do you mean? Gotta keep snooping somehow, right?
1: Well, I don't want to snoop and have the city explode.
0: Oh, sure. But, so he said you can't go to the mines, right? Yeah. Because of that. Yeah. So that, what does that mean? They're looking for you or they're keeping an eye out for you? They
1: gotta be keeping an eye out for me. Somebody else knows I'm here. Somebody else knows who I am. What do you mean? Anji has a mutual friend with me. Wouldn't say who it was. Had to check. She found me two years ago. She didn't tell Pavi. Someone intercepted that, told her not to let anybody know. So somebody I don't know who that was.
0: Oh boy. Um one more question, huh?
1: Uh, do you have another one or was that just a statement?
0: No, it was just a statement. So you can't you can't go to the mines I mean do you want me to? I I I will. I'll come on Front Street and say I'm happy to. I mean, regulators go to the mines if they need to. It's... That's
1: that's kind of why I was so cagey with Roth the other day when he was asking me to be part of my grandfather's guard detail. I can't go there because he told me that he was vague about it. But maybe somebody told him to say that. What if someone wants me there? What if no? What if I should? Is someone trying to keep me out of the mines? Is there know. stuff there I should see? Theta. Oh
0: no. I, if you want me to go look, I can, but...
1: I don't want to be suspicious about anything.
0: Athena, we got nothing but suspicious and suspicions. <sighs> yeah. Well, I ain't gonna do anything you don't want me to do, but I'm here to help if you need.
1: We'll, we'll put a pin in that, maybe. But, oof. Sorry about that.
0: Ah. Uh, you just... You're in the habit of carrying this stuff around with you. For too long. Without... Lightening the load.
1: That's bad, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's bad. But I mean I get why you gotta keep some of it to yourself. It just it's painful to know that you're just trying to do it all alone. I'm trying to get better at that. No time like the present. It's a real uh it's a real cute sculpture of a little snail thingy. Uh you said his name's Gooper.
1: That is correct.
0: That's disgusting. <laughs>
1: I didn't name Very him. Very
0: biological of you.
1: But I, you know, given the chance, I probably would have named him the exact same thing. Fair enough. He's so, I bet he's so big now. I haven't seen him.
0: <sighs> well, anything else you want to do? Should we head out?
1: We can head out. Okay. Thank you. Of course. Not just for, like, for this, but for to today was nice.
0: Is it fun despite <laughs> setbacks? Yeah. Good. I'd like, I'd like to do it again, maybe. Somewhere else uh, with less setbacks.
1: unless eyes. Yeah. Prying or otherwise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he gives your hand another squeeze and then I guess realizes he's holding it and lets it go maybe a little too fast.
1: You don't have to.
0: Oh, uh yeah, I uh, I guess not. Just what you know, wouldn't want people to talk.
1: <laughs> You're gonna be in a vignette regardless.
0: Oh no. Oh, I forgot about that.
1: You did try to go backwards into a hedge.
0: There was nowhere to go. I know. I was literally cornered. I ain't good at this stuff either.
1: Athena does take his hand back a little tentatively with a a little flicker of an embarrassed smile. I don't know if this surprises you, but I've I've never actually really done stuff like this before in any extended capacities.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, me either.
1: So I might be bad at it. <laughs> We're worried about that.
0: <laughs> Gives your hand a squeeze. I don't know. Feels okay to me.
1: Me too. <laughs> but I just wanted to... See, I got a lot of uh, mysteries hanging around, and I didn't want this to be one of them. I like you. And I think you're real nice. You make me smile. And a lot of smiling I've been doing has been very fake <laughs> since I've been back. But not around you.
0: Uh, thank you. I-, I like you too.
1: Whew. <laughs> I was worried... <laughs>
0: He looks down at your hand, which he is holding. Uh, worry no longer?
1: I won't, I guess.
0: He says, not actually able to clear throat because he doesn't have one.
1: It's inflection, right? Yeah,
0: right, exactly.
1: (laughs) And I did just want to get out ahead of this one, because stuff's going to get weird maybe when Isaac... I don't know how much you saw... When you were looking through my memories and stuff, we went, We never dated. It wasn't like that. And I'm, it, yeah.
0: Um, he's very muscular. Is uh something I saw.
1: He is, but I, it was it was a tough, tough situation. I,
0: it, I, was to, it was
1: more. It's just more to de stress than anything.
0: She says, getting very red. I. It's not something
1: I need to do. It's
0: not it's Hey, it... hey Athena, you, your past is your past, and uh your reasons for doing anything are yours. So that you know I got no say over that, I ain't judging. That's your life. And even something I should know about, strictly speaking. It just sorta of happened that way. Uh so all, all good. No problem here. Oh good. <laughs> I ain't exactly uh too experienced either. Uh, while well, we're talking about this sort of thing,
1: uh huh, y-
0: you obviously know about <clears throat> me and Angie, that that happened at one point.
1: And we don't have to talk about that if you don't want.
0: There's really not a lot to say. It's done, and uh, I don't have any existing desire to be romantically involved or nothing. I gotcha. That's all. For now.
1: For now? Keeping me on the hook?
0: I... I was young, and, uh... (laughs) I I don't know what to say. I... It was dumb. I thought it was something it wasn't. Then it was done, and I moved on. And, uh, here I am now.
1: Well, seems like you're in a good spot. You know, here... With... Me.
0: (laughs) It's a better spot than it was, that's for sure. Cool. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, um, you want to go back downstairs?
1: Yeah, I think that sounds good. Don't want to be suspicious.
0: Yeah, clearly not. Mm
1: -hmm. Athena digs in her messenger bag real quick and pulls out the sculpture that she was going to submit at the gallery and got very sidetracked and forgot.
0: Oh, no. (laughs) What is it?
1: It's one of the flowers that she made the other day. I think she puts it up on the shelf with the tiny goober statue. Oh,
0: that looks real nice. I think you should still submit something, though.
1: Well, I have so many of them.
0: I'm sure your parents are going to like it.
1: might not even notice it for a while. (laughs) Maybe not. Who doesn't love a surprise?
0: At least a good kind of surprise. A good surprise, yeah. He leads you back downstairs, and uh, your mother tries to flag you down before you leave.
1: She walks over. But I think she uh, does not want to stop holding hands because she's had a very emotionally difficult day. Sure. Unless he yanks his hand out, which she would respect.
0: If you make a point of holding his hand, he'll let it stay there. You walk over, holding hands with Sidol, and your mother blinks like between you and him, and then back to you. I'm terribly sorry, uh, Zadal. I was I was hoping I could have a moment with my daughter, just just a moment.
1: Uh, she she's a little red. Probably a lot red.
0: His lights brighten just a bit, and he says, Oh, yeah, yeah, no problem. I will be over in, uh... I'll be over. And he walks away, like <laughs> her I'll, really. I'll be right there. I'm, I'm sorry, dear. He seems very nice.
1: Yeah, I don't do this a lot. It's weird.
0: I'm happy for you. Thanks. And she pulls you off to one side.
1: What's up? Is everything okay?
0: Yes, um... It's just the, the business with this cook-off coming up. Yes. Um, your father's been getting more worked up about this.
1: I can tell.
0: Business has certainly been better since you came back. I think all the buzz drew some attention, and thank you so much for helping. My pleasure. She had one hand on your arm, but then removes it as you're talking, and she's wringing her hands together in front of her. Athena, what if he loses? He won't. <sighs> I love him, and I, I believe in him, but what if? This is your father, Athena. This is your father. This is who he is. This restaurant, everything, is, is him. If he loses the restaurant, his dream will, his dream will be dead. <laughs> Even if it isn't true, he'll feel like a failure. Like, like his father was right all along. And I couldn't bear for him to feel that way, but there's only so much I can do.
1: I've actually, I'm working on some stuff. I think, I think it's going to be okay. I'm going to get a taste tester in here tomorrow night. If you could reserve one of the balconies for two or three people, it'll be good. Of course, dear. And I'm paying for everything.
0: And she, so she had brightened when you basically said you had an idea. <laughs> Says, any, any ideas you have, dear? Anything? Of course, we'll we'll help get everything together. Who are you bringing?
1: Uh, a reporter to write some stuff up and, um, Bolt Buehling?
0: She hunches her chin (laughs) in on her neck a little bit in surprise, just completely taken aback.
1: Here's the thing. When he likes stuff, he likes it so hard and everybody's got to know about it. So dad's going to cook him an amazing steak and keep the barisks away from him because he doesn't understand how tasty they are. And he's gonna rave about it to everyone. She nods. She's convinced of this.
0: She has wide eyes and says, "He can yell very loudly."
1: And imagine if he's yelling about dad's food.
0: Uh, we, of course, dear, bring bring him by. We we, we would never turn someone away, regardless. And if they're here to to try it, they can help, of course. Yes.
1: He, he I think he'll help to swing perhaps some uh some top or opinion. Get even more business in here.
0: That would be amazing.
1: Even if dad doesn't love that demographic. Just have him be cool tomorrow, please, if you can.
0: She has a pinched flat smile and bobs her head and says, I'll do my best dear." And then she's about to speak again uh, when the front door bangs open.
1: Uh... Athena's immediately on guard, and I think her bracer turns into a little shield under her cloak for a second. She's afraid she's going to be assassinated.
0: (laughs) The door bangs open, and somebody just goes, Mobius, strap rules! Runs away into the night. And everyone in the restaurant is just, you know, startles and looks up and then is just sort of looking around like, what the hell just happened?
1: Athena looks between Zadal and Lepako, and the open door...
0: Which is now like slowly swinging closed. Everyone else is just. It's a sea of people looking around at each other, being like, what the hell was that?
1: I love you, Mom. She runs. <laughs> She's gonna find this fucker. She'll find who it is. Okay. She's gone.
0: Are you, you blast outside. Yes. There's a pretty heavy throng here, a lot of people still walking around. I'm going to say this would be at a minus two, but I'm going to give you your streetwise bonus to this because you're used to it. just a straight up notice. Six. You notice that there is a form moving much faster than everybody else, weaving in and out of the crowd, not too far from where you are. The shrouded figure who has a hood pulled up turns back and sees you. There's a visible jostling like, (gasps) and then they just turn and start running
1: with just an incensed jerk of her chin she says get that rat bastard well Pickle you know what I'm excited for what? seeing Athena immediately eat shit as she runs after this person cause she's not thought that far ahead I haven't either (laughs) good (laughs) something we could do right now is thank our beautiful music makers (laughs) ah yes you know conventionally known as artists
0: or musicians
1: (laughs) or that (laughs) Tia, got,
0: beautiful music games, TM, TM, TM.
1: TM. <laughs> We got Crockett and Wave Shaper.
0: Yeah, How about that? Sure do. Where can they find Crockett?
1: At Crockett80s on Twitter and at Crockett.Bandcamp.com.
0: What about Wave Shaper?
1: Wave Shaper. Oh, it's a mouthful. Are you ready for it? I am ready. At WaveShaper underscore S-W-E on Twitter and at waveshaper one, the number one, dot .Bandcamp.com.
0: Those aren't the only people that I would like to thank, though, although I am thankful.
1: Well, who would you like to thank?
0: I would like to thank our patrons, <gasps> but one very specific patron. <gasps> I'm really loving this excitement. <laughs> Michael!
1: Michael! Thank you, Michael. Thanks, Michael. You got anything else to add?
0: I mean, I want to. I'm just sitting here being like, how do I, how do I supply the correct amount of thanks? I don't know that there is one. There, there certainly shouldn't be a low-end limit or upper-end <laughs> limit to thanks. I guess the low end limit is, is saying thank you. But thank you, Michael, for listening to these outros. I, I assume you do. I assume. <laughs> Maybe you don't, and it doesn't matter. But thank you all the same, because everyone else should know, too. If anybody else wants to join Michael as one of our patrons, patreon.com slash RPG for you and me. We got a bunch of fun tiers, some physical swag. You can, you can get suggest
1: sang. bonus scenes for after the outros, like this one that we're going to do basically right now stay tuned all
0: you clever foxes out there who listen to this and realize hey there's still like 10 or 15 minutes left on the track that's weird the episode's already over i'm gonna let's skip ahead let's skip past all this bullshit of them talking these bitches love
1: to hear themselves talk (laughs) these fucking outros are getting insane oh no wait bonus scene bonus scene for me
0: but before we get to the bonus scene one last group I'd like to say thank you to, which is the Pinnacle Entertainment Group.
1: Pinnacle Entertainment Group.
0: And you can find them at com. They're the creators of Savage Worlds. Got a lot of cool products out there. Dice, adventure decks, action cards, power dice? cards. I think so. We'll double check on that for next week. <laughs> you, I'm not going to do your... You go check. You guys go check. See what yeah. they got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you want to. No pressure. Whatever.
1: You can find us on Twitter at RPG for you and me and at See the Hat. That one's just for me. It's a lot of memes and hardly any of them are good.
0: I like them. All right, guys. Enjoy this bonus scene and we will see you next week. See you next week. Bye-bye. We join Athena on an off-duty Saturday, nestled in one of the rooms in the spire proper, surrounded by a multitude of other regulators, seated in what appears to be a very small auditorium. Staggered, coliseum style seating, chatter filtering through the room as everyone waits patiently. A small, hobbling man makes his way to the stage with a cane. Looks like your bog-standard human. He's got gray and white hair, a small, bristly goatee, short-trim mustache, watery eyes with enormous glasses on his face, and a hunched frame as he makes his way up. He's wearing denim jeans and a thick, over-large, domba-leather flight jacket.
1: Mm. Athena nods, approving of the style.
0: It looks like he might be at his maximum carrying capacity just from wearing the jacket, oh, No, but man, he is wearing it. He makes his way to the center where there's a very, very low podium, probably adjusted so that he can reach the microphone to project to the rest they of you. He
1: stomped it into the ground.
0: When he gets there, he bangs his cane against the podium very loudly several times to get everyone's attention before speaking. And he says, My name is Harrison Ace. As I'm sure all of you know, I'm the inventor of the wingsuit.
1: Athena claps.
0: Yeah, there's a smattering of applause and a few. Woo! (laughs) Go Ace! Come on from the background, and he raises a shaky hand.
1: Ace, Ace,
0: Ace! Yeah, thank you. I see my reputation precedes me, as it should. Mm. (laughs) A helper walks up with a little standee from which a wingsuit is hanging, and it's splayed out in the classic Vertuvian Man-style limbs akimbo. And he walks over to it and starts pointing at it with his cane. And the purpose of us gathering here today is to process your recertification for wingsuit use. No laughing matter, I won't tolerate any sort of nonsense in my class.
1: Athena has her packet, she's filled it out immediately after she got it, waiting in her lap in a little manila envelope.
0: Now I know many of you have been here in years past, so I won't have you jumping the gun and filling out the paperwork before we're done. You might have noticed some of the questions have changed in recent years, so any of you who might think you're going to cheat the system, well, you got another thing coming.
1: Are there any other guilty coughs in the room besides Athena's? I think
0: there's a sudden silence everywhere.
1: Athena looks left and right for papers at her, <laughs> that her fellows are carrying.
0: There's a uniform shifting in the room as many people sort of shove their papers <laughs> under folders or something to that effect. Ah, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure all you know is the basics of the wingsuit. You got the f- uh, the flaps, and you got the soup. And he pauses expectantly, looking around at everybody. And then somebody just goes. <laughs> <laughs> ah, mm-hmm. it's a Very very straightforward design. It blows automatically when you jump. You gotta be light on your feet. And right in the air, because that's where you're going to be.
1: Are there any, like, especially large regulators here?
0: Uh, not over a certain point. Like, there there appears to be a certain mass disparity where it doesn't look as feasible. So, <laughs> right. yeah, there are probably a very small number of people who are taller than you and bulkier. So height doesn't seem to matter so much as overall mass. Right, All shapes, all sizes of people. Now, you gotta remember, when you're flying down, you gotta go in for the landing. Plan accordingly. Pull up, decrease your speed at the correct velocity. You either sweep as a sweeping motion. And he takes his cane and just tries to wave it through the air in a, a steady arc with middling success.
1: I think the assistant puts a steadying hand out, like, just in case... But then retracts it before Mr. Ace. Sees. Yeah, he's like standing like <laughs> like, like that.
0: It's good. <laughs> Remember, you gotta sleep or oh, you're gonna sleep. Sweep but say it with me now. Sweep sleep or sleep. sleep. You're one of the few people who says it out loud.
1: Athena has no no social pride at this point. <laughs>
0: The version of Athena we see here, I think, is still too armed.
1: Well, I think she's also in the past, perhaps. Yeah,
0: this is past Athena.
1: she got short hair, no scars, mm-hmm. a zeal that perhaps current Athena does have.
0: <laughs> I love regulating.
1: Oh boy, can't wait to do me some regulating. Can't wait to
0: regulate my future expectations. <laughs> <laughs> he spends the next 10 to 15 minutes going over additional safety protocols in his shaky, meandering manner before opening the floor to questions.
1: Athena raises her hand.
0: How far back are you sitting? Second row. He sits there peering around, sweeps over you once without acknowledging you before looking back and says, oh, yes, ma'am.
1: I was just curious, at what point did you include the, the quick release toggle switch on the suit in case of the automatic deployment not working?
0: I would say I included it after the first time I almost slipped. Oh, no. Mm. Seems like a good addition. It was. As you can see, I'm not sleeping yet, so it worked.
1: She nods her head.
0: Safety first. Safety first.
1: Safety first. <laughs> Obviously.
0: <laughs> the rest of the talk continues until he begins to wind down at the end. Now everyone here for certifications going to climb up the spire, and you're going to Pile it off, and we're going to rate you on your landings, and hopefully you're going to sweep. Sweep, not sleep.
1: Athena repeats, sweep, not sleep.
0: And then we see all the regulators filing up to the spire, waiting in the long hallway between uh, jumps as each person takes their time to go off, spacing them out with the appropriate intervals before it's finally Athena's turn.
1: Athena waved and winked to Pavi as she took her dive a little faster. Yeah. <laughs> Athena.
0: Athena. Would you like to make me a piloting roll to see if you can stick love, this landing?
1: I would love to sweep. Roll for sweep. Uh, would it have been, been a d6 back then as well, you think, or a d4? Uh,
0: I would think if this is in the heart of her regulator career, it's probably a d6. Probably better at then than she is now because probably. of lack of practice.
1: Five.
0: Very nice. So yes, Athena, you leap out. You unfurl your wings, catching the air shooting through the skies of Caldonix like a bullet.
1: I think she does a couple of corkscrews just for shits and giggles. Just
0: showboating? Just a little bit. All right, and uh, when you reach the appropriate velocity and distance from the ground, you're able to open your wings and pull back to catch the air. I think she does sweep. so in a
1: somersault.
0: In a somersault sweep, and you stick your landing acceptably. Not perfect, mm. not overly... Uh, dramatic from that, but you do it without harming yourself. Well, she
1: don't sleep!
0: Yeah. You land, and Harrison Ace is standing off to one side and crooks his cane in the arm and gives you a couple claps and says, Oh, that was quite some showmanship, young lady.
1: I just had to avoid
0: some moths.
1: No uh, big deal all in a day's work.
0: Yes, uh, be careful with your showboating or you might find yourself sleeping someday. You might not want to be. No. Afraid I'm gonna have to take a point off for safety purposes, you understand?
1: I understand, sir. That's very fair.
0: And he leans and he says, But it did look quite flashy.
1: Oh, I know, I know.
0: And gives you an old man wink.
1: <laughs> she takes her past paperwork with a grin as <laughs> she walks off.
0: Well done. Can't wait till she eats shit in that landing years later. It's gonna be rough. <laughs> <laughs>